Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Brandon Cox, the epicenter of science and technology conversation with a little dabbling in pop culture and the like. QCP separates opinion from fact and overall just has a great time, whether there are guests on the show or not. Here's your host. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast, Episode 9 Special. I'm here with a couple guests. Uh, we have Nathan. Who's that? Good question. And we have another guest on today. Who is this? Who could she possibly be? I have no idea, but she sounds amazing. Where are we? <laughs> uh, we're now in the living room. <laughs> the better quantum sound quality. living room. Yeah, uh, a lot of better acoustics in here, not a lot of reverberation. Welcome. Uh, this podcast, uh, this this uh, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't guarantee how long it's going to be. We'll just roll with it. Uh, <laughs> but as is tradition, we have the alcohol review. Yes. We have the alcohol review. And these have been sitting on my shelf for quite some time. I'll let the uh, guest Nathan here go ahead and choose actually which one we're going to try first. So, of course, I picked the one called Mount Gay. Mount Gay, yes. <laughs> some Barbados rum. Yeah. Um, I haven't had rum before. Um, yes, it's, just, it's just one of the things that yes, I, I haven't. Uh, again, partially because of COVID, you partially because of my it, employment. It was in episode seven or episode eight. We tried rum. Wait. It was clear. Oh, shit. It was Captain Morgan. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I forgot that was rum. We have, this is a... It this wasn't is good. The, it this wasn't is the good. darker version. Well, I'm going to pour it right now, okay. actually. it's It looks more delicious because the bottle looks nicer. It looks much nicer, doesn't it? Where is... Uh, yours should be right there. Oh, okay. Is this one mine, Eve? Okay. Okay. I'm only going to do a little bit. Just a quick little dab. Yes, yes, yes. It, it smells better than I remember the Captain Morgan. Okay, actually, so uh, here Captain we are. Morgan was kind of gross. Okay, we're going to put that in the center here. Let's Not to disrespect the late Captain, but... Let's know. go ahead and give the smell. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't smell like Sharpie. That's pretty good. That smells like some flavor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Yeah. I think so. Let's go try it. And the verdict? It's definitely a lot better than uh, Captain Morgan. I, I actually like that, which is a an insanely amount much more than than how much I dislike Captain Morgan. I can Morgan. smell the... it from over here. <laughs> so much more flavorful than the... Uh, that's Captain really, Morgan. That's really you like good. it because it's very—it's fucking fierce. Yeah, it's nice. And it spicy. is very fierce. Oh, but it's man. not like okay. So like, have you ever had um, hot sauce that was disgusting? How hot it was? Like there was no flavor to it. It was just disgusting because so, it was hot. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this it's, isn't that. It's bad. I was just not expecting that intensity of flavor. Yeah. No. What I'm saying is impressive. What I'm saying is this is spicy, but not like that. This is actually good because I, I feel like when we, when most people describe food or drinks as spicy. Um, people imagine, oh, is it real hot? Is it real spicy? Right. No, that's kind of gross. Like I've rarely <laughs> ever had hot, hot sauce that was like super hot as 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 the the purpose of its existence, and it'd be tasty. 
it was just hot, which is gross. Right. This isn't that. This is actually good, and it's warm. I right. Like and it. It's room temperature too. So I think that's like I think oh. that's a critical. I think it's a critical uh, tasting point. Like you should mm-hmm. try every alcohol at every temperature. I don't think hot, mm. but like at least room temperature and then frigidly what about, cold. What about car temperature? Like, like you just found it. You found the bottle after in you're your cleaning car it out in the middle in the, of the, in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. Car temperature. Sure. <laughs> Fucking roll with it, dude. You might stumble upon something great. But since it's a special, we're doing two alcohol right. reviews. So that was. Uh, Mount Gay Barbados Rum, not uh, black barrel for not gay. It was pretty black good. Black barrel double cask <laughs> blend. All right. Uh, next we have. Oh, and and I'd like to point out um, product review here. Um, the cork is authentic. Yeah, it's real cork. We yeah, have a real, real cork. cork. A very it's nicely nice designed. It's tan. Um, it's about. Uh, I'd call that mm, four eight four to five inches in diameter. Pretty good. Pretty good size yeah. for a neck. You know, um, you mean length? No, neck. I know the or length neck. of the neck. No, not the length, the the width. That's four to five inches. Yeah, so like a fifty is like. How almost. would you wrap your fingers around it? What is the? What are you, what are you on about? Circumference. That's, the neck of the bottle is four to five inches in diameter. The cork. Mm-hmm. That's like an inch. That's not a fifty. That no, that's not fifty. It's definitely not four to five inches. Do you know how long an inch is? Maybe not. <laughs> okay, anyway. So we also have Copper and King's hand-picked private cask, American Craft Pearl Brandy. This is copper pot distilled, non-chill filtered. I see Ooh. the price on the back and I'm kind of don't, don't look at it. Don't yeah. look at it. So we'll reveal the price after once we taste it. It's a... Uh, Hefty, it's though. It's nice. Oh wait, hold on. We can't. We can't have that. Let's see if a synthetic cork has the same pop. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Not too bad. Not oh, too bad. Oh no, the simulation was more authentic than the real one. Oh no. Ace is cringing right now. <laughs> so that's a synthetic cork. All right. I want you to guess the price point for me once you taste this. All right. Guess well, first it. I'm oh. smelling it because that's super, super sweet. Yeah, really sweeter than the rum. Hmm. Almost smells like there's a fruit in there. <laughs> Imagine. It's a pear flavor. Wow, okay. Is it really? Yeah, it says it on the front right there. Pear, oh, pear brandy. See, now that's just me being stupid. Um, Bottoms up. Do you think that's a pricier one, or is that a cheaper one? Whoa. That's, that's hotter than the rum. And out of the one too. brandy I've had before this, that's not very sweet, actually. But I could sip that. I could sip it. It would keep me sipping it rather than, you know, doing what college kids do. Yeah. I'm going to go for a, a sommelier te- uh, sip. Yeah, I don't like it. You didn't like it? I don't like it. I don't like it. Um... Not too for the price point. You better like it. So yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take a moment and try and uh, get that price point. What do you so think? Is it apples? Pear. It's a pear. It's, uh, okay, you said pears. You told yeah. me. I'm sorry. My bad. Interesting. It's hot. It's, it's very like spicy. A, I'm not yeah. sure not if it's sweet spice. at all. Let me see. Let me just take a look it, here. Because uh, the other brandy I've had was um, in the little tiny small bottles. I can't remember the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they were sweet. Like, not disgustingly sweet, because I have a thing about too much sweetener. Mm-hmm. I, I can't handle that in most cases, but uh, especially liquor and ice cream. I can't handle super sweet ice cream. I'm, a, I'm bitch made. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, that's different. I'm not sure what the difference between a liquor or a, um, a whiskey and a brandy is then. Maybe the way it's made or stored. Uh, a brandy is derived from fruit as the major source of sugars for fermentation. And then whiskey is from grain? Whiskey is from grain, yes. Oh, okay, okay. So this is like uh, alcoholic juice compared to... It could be the same exact... I love pear juice. Mm. Same exact processes, except the derivation of the actual sugars at the yeast uh, process is different. So go and get a price point from us. Okay, let me think. Um, Are you good with pricing uh, alcohol? I don't think so, but I'm going to give it a try. Um... I'd say. What do you think this is worth? The to brandy you? was probably the first one, Mount Gay. No, no, no. Um, no, the brandy. Uh, the, yeah, the, the copper, copper king, copper and kings, copper and kings. Um, I'm gonna guess. Mm, sixty dollars for the bottle. Hmm. Very well done. Uh, sixty nine. Whoa. Sixty nine dollars. That's um, cool. The nice. price is nice. right. Nice. Exactly. That's why I said nice. Sixty nine dollars, <laughs> right on the dot. Um. Yeah, I uh, yeah, brandies are derived from fruit. Uh, that's where the yeast get their source for sugars, and then whiskeys get their source from grain, like rye. If you're drinking a rye, so so okay, then the rum. Mm-hmm. So it's not the bottom barrel Captain Morgan. Uh, 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 peace be with his soul. I think Captain Morgan is more like a twenty thirty dollar rum yeah. compared to this one being triple that. I'm willing to bet almost 70 bucks. For this? Yeah. I actually don't know. Uh, I think it was around 40. Okay. Okay. Well, it's definitely, Not I would too pay. Bad. If I had to choose between Morgan and Mount yeah. Gay, um, I would pay $70 for Mount Gay instead of Captain Morgan's. That was gross. Yeah. I didn't like it. No, it was not good at all. That's why it's a mixing rum. Yeah, I, I mean, was about to say that. Don't you usually have like iced tea or okay, some type but, of lemonade yeah. as a. To counteract the nastiness. Okay, I understand people will use cheaper liquors to mix, Mm -hmm. but you're degrading the value of your your cocktails when you do that, aren't you? At that point, it's just young people who don't have money to spend on like $70 alcohol to get the sweet taste like they're having juice, but still get that aftercake of intoxication. I also think people Mm. mostly complain about, so there's some bars out there that definitely mark up their prices for their cocktails and mixed drinks. Like you paying $17 Um, for a shot. Right. There's people that mark them up intentionally, uh, whether that be for tax purposes, as in trying to make that margins for their actual tax, uh, alcohol taxes. Uh, But it also comes down to, I think, uh, harshly the the price of the alcohol. Because if you have a, if you actually have a, like a nice, reputable uh, bar at a restaurant, Typically, those alcohols, they'll actually have some good alcohols and good good rums and vodkas Mixtures and stuff like that. Exactly. So they'll have all those things to make it taste better, right? Because yeah. if you have a mixed drink and you are and you mix a high-quality alcohol or liquor in it, it'll come out better. It'll taste yeah. better. Like a like that margarita that I had at Applebee's the perfect was margarita. actually really good. Very, very, very good. Yeah. That. Uh, what was that thing you had the other night? Um, the lemon uh, drop. Lemon drop. Oh, lemon drop. Yes. Really very good, good. actually. Very, very good. All right. Um, that was going to... Actually, wait. Uh, if you wanted to try the the Tangeray, Yeah. This. 
This was what so, we so, love. Yes, this. this is our this is the podcast drink. Okay. This is Tenkui Rangpur. Uh, it is a citrusy uh, gin. Okay, I can read. It is going to be very refreshing and mm-hmm. light. I bet I'm not going to feel that because I am not an alcohol enthusiast. Hey, that's fair. Okay. Okay, it doesn't smell like nail polish remover like most, uh, I would assume, gins or liquors would smell like. We got one thumbs up. Yep. Okay. I'm not really getting that hint of orange, though. This Mm -hmm. one's the orange one, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. I'm going to take the tiniest sip. Go for it. Yep, I don't feel any badness. It's just what alcohol tastes like. It's fine. It's not going to be like horrible, like uh, Maker's Mark. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. That's See, horrible. This is why I married her. Yeah, she knows that Maker's Mark is garbage. <laughs> the uh, yeah the yeah the tank curry. This one's a lot. Uh, it's more refreshing. It's yeah. more drinkable than exactly. a lot of See, other she, cheaper alcohols. And she, she said it. She said the same. That's why thing. it's our favorite podcast sipping. Uh, Sipping a uh, liquor, like a, you don't need like a Gatorade or something right. to immediately mm-hmm. like a chaser, backwash. Yeah. yeah, no chasers. Okay, that and it's it's a palate cleanser of its own mm-hmm. in a way. Very refreshing. I, I can't believe it's like I, the, it's I poured like the, that after after the, the 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 pear stuff over there, and that really I can't taste it no more. It's just the gin. So it's, you don't taste the two drinks mixed. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm only tasting the gin. It's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's I think it's the uh, pickled ginger of uh, alcohols. Very nice and. Refreshing and cleansing. Uh, that's going to be it for the alcohol review. What a what a great turnout there! You actually mm. guess the price pretty much right on the money almost. Uh, and I drank alcohol. So we have <laughs> we have some uh, uh, topics on the docket. I think uh, segment two is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, we're not, we're not going to divulge that until the end. Um, you know, how about uh, one of you guys choose us off and start us off on the uh, the segment segment one. Uh, I okay. I'll pick. I'll okay. pick. That's fine. <laughs> Make sure you talk uh, into the microphone, my friend. Yeah. No. No. no I know. I'll, I'll, it's <laughs> directional stuff. And he's course. a veteran to this. I'm he's just unprofessional. <laughs> it's like I, I've been in the army for seven years, but like I'm not wearing my ACH in the Humvee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I like. Where is mankind heading? Disaster or continuance? And personally, we were just talking about this too. Exactly, and it's my favorite thing. Um, I mean, it's funny I say it that way, but like it truly is because it's a happening and b. It's your future on the line too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, I know this is going to sound very, very uh, corny that I put it this way, but like when you when you wrote it on the notes as uh, <laughs> disaster or continuance, um, I'm just going to postulate uh, the disaster is continuing. Right, it's 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 it's, it's, it's it's rolling. It's rolling. It's a rolling process. The we process got a rolling shutter on the disaster. The <laughs> shitstorm that keeps getting worse. Yeah, but slowly getting worse. Yeah. Um, in you fact, feel it ticking away at and, you, and it's little by so little. slow in its advance, and it's creeping up on us that like most people won't notice it until they've either drowned or are just about to drown. Yep. Right. Um, which is the nature of collapse as as a thing because you know um if most or uh, sizable uh, segment of the population can see the collapse coming, there's a d- decent chance they could stop it, right? Um, but because integrated systems are so vulnerable to internal pressures um, and some external pressures, but like they're designed to be strong against that, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll end up having 
uh, system failures um, somewhere on the periphery, things that don't seem that it doesn't seem like it matters. Uh, but then similar problems that made that happen will make other problems begin or it's almost like a organism in the sense that uh, the problem will evolve mm-hmm. into a new strain of problem, um, sometimes compounded by the failure of the thing it's already killed. Um, if you have no scribes to write, um, well, like if, if the if the class of people that like you actually train to be literate um, just can't get paid, what good is it for them to just like continue working when they could be farming? Right. Right. Well, if you can't do reading and writing as a as a basic human like thing, you need to do, especially for tax collecting and storing of of uh, food. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, uh, you have a hard cap on what you can collect and what you can store, and that's going to set a hard cap on population in the future. And then that population will dwindle. A dwindled population that already doesn't really feel the need to read and write will begin to forget that reading and writing is important at all. You know, stuff like that. It's a yeah. basic um, fundamental need that you have to do. I mean, I'm not an and prim or anything like that, but like, it's a, te- it's a social technology, and social technologies are um, a social construct, right? <laughs> but like... Uh, it, that is what we call a callback in the business. <laughs> uh, and I'm also mocking people when I say that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I... Um, Mostly mocking, but but it but it is true, right? Uh, reading and writing isn't necessary for life, but it is necessary for complex systems. It it allows us to. It's definitely data. An, it's a definitely an advancement and an improvement for yeah. what you could possibly be capable of. Like I don't know if anyone disagrees with me. Uh, you may disagree with me on so uh, the reasons why and the 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 speed and we'll progress prob- of the. We'll collapse. probably disagree on a future. Uh, future topic here uh but as far as the whole where are where are humans heading it's more i I think i always hate the idea of pessimism or optimism right because and this is very Mm. much a definite this is a definite you know question of whether or not you're an optimist or a pessimist and it's ultimately like i saw a video that pretty much summed up my entire it kind of allowed me to convey you know my thoughts on the subject uh in a way a very easily digestible format it was a video of a it's like pretty much a skit but i don't think he realized how um or he probably did he was a smart gentleman so he uh it was you know a, a philosophy philosophy class or whatever whatever class you know they were talking you know is the glass half empty or half full this will if you say it's half full then you're probably a you know optimist if it's half empty then you're probably a pessimist and the 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 quote unquote student had raised his hand and was like, Well, isn't it isn't it kind of dependent on the prior situation or like its original state? So mm-hmm. if you find an empty glass and it's mm. half if you if you fill it up halfway, yeah, then it's probably half full. You know, so it's dependent on the original state. So it's kind of I think any of those questions like, you know, where will humans go? No, will the you know, is global warming gonna be an issue, or, you know, uh or a long term issue, those things kind of kind of go down you know what is the current state and what is the kind of trajectory or path statistically of where it's going to go right you know i think that i think that if elon musk is uh fruitful in his endeavors for getting people on mars and establishing a colony i think that the human race can continue on i think that's if if there are no government interventions that take place where they're trying to prevent that then I think uh, I think the human race will go on. I'm thinking of the human race as a whole, as like a 
as a species, not necessarily like an individual, because there will be some that fall. There's some that fall all the time. It's it's more or less just people. If it will the human race continue on? That's mm-hmm. mostly the question. I think I think so. I think if Elon Musk is successful, then yes. Which if he, he has fails, been at this rate. Yeah, as it as it has been, he is he has been successful. So I think yes. I I, I like a co- uh, to to coin a term. Um, I'm personally pessimistically optimistic. Um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Right. It's going to get a lot worse. Really bad. Really, really bad. Worse than it is right now? Yeah. At this current oh, state? Oh, yeah. It's going to be... It has to get much worse. But at some point, yeah, the sun the sun rises. Um, after it gets bad enough, things will have to change. People will change it. Um, whether or not that's 50 years, 100 years down the line, it could be thousands of years down the line. But eventually, I know it will get better. Mm-hmm. Whether I'll live to see it, is probably not going to be in the cards, but I'm always, you know, holding out hope that maybe I will get to live in a better place, in a better world. So how much do, how much longer ultimately do we have on Earth? Like that's that's the live wise or just uh, humans and like, generators. Like how general. long will humans be able to live on Earth? Because you go back to one of the greatest minds of science, Stephen Hawking, mm-hmm. and he said that we had, I think. 10 years before global warming was going to be a major issue. And or when then, did he say that? And then the figure changed 100 Pro- more than 10 years exactly. ago. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, then again, like, you know, people were uh, freaking out when the Mayan calendar stopped at My, my grandmother was in, was, was in uh, high school when they were telling people that global cooling was going to destroy the planet. Amazing. Yeah. And now, now it, went, it went from that to... Uh, global warming mm-hmm. and now it's climate change well i mean yeah w- wait a minute i does, think does the climate never not change is it a static object so See, what uh, they've done is they've added yeah <laughs> it's the climate change i think the climate <laughs> thing or like so climate cooling is dumb um climate warming or global warming climate change are a little bit more apt it's just the reference of change whether it be hot or cold so i think that's the ultimate thing there like definitely there could be another ice age like 100 percent. doesn't the environment change to meet the needs of the creatures that live no. there environment or the creatures it's the other way change around. it's the other yeah. way around yeah, yeah. so the, it's not going to affect us because we would just keep evolving and changing like the animals not necessarily because if so the issue is right now is i mean you, we've had previous mass extinctions and that was because of an environmental change and and uh, creatures did not have enough time to adapt to sustain or live in those environments. So it's to be a steady. It's most change. yeah. Evolution occurs on millions and millions of years. The issue right now and why it's so worrying with global warming is because, uh, the so so change. one one, the ch- climate would change regardless of whether or not humans were here. Mm-hmm. The issue is that it's human accelerated, right? So here's here's the thing. Um, I'm all about conservation. Um. I'm conservation minded. I, I I've worked through the the BSA program for a long time. Um, I'm 100 percent about recycling if it's if it's feasible and and uh, you know something you can afford. Um, I'm all about picking up that trash. I'm all about you know opening uh, candy bar wrappers without breaking it in two. You know because if you do, a fairy loses her wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I was taught. <laughs> um, and you know the leave no trace uh, um, uh, way of living. You know. Uh, uh, that's just uh it's a good policy right you, if you go out into the outdoors and uh you you enjoy it try to leave it as good as or better than when you left it right. I, I i just love that you know i mean but you have... i, I want to point out that even though there's a lot of things that are getting fucked up that can't be easily unfucked um very little of it can't be fixed 
And the things that we are not screwing up... Actually, let me say that again. <laughs> to think that we can accelerate or destroy the climate on our own is uh, just pure arrogance, uh, methinks. Um, the only thing we can do to accelerate a winter <laughs> artificially uh, is to have a thermonuclear war, right? Uh, the amount of carbon that we emit as a species um, seems like a lot, but when you consider like eruptions in the past and mm -hmm. in the scale of hundreds of millions of years, it's not a lot. It's really not. Um, in local areas, it's bad for human health. Right. That is a China, problem. Yeah. prime example. Yeah. Um, Korea suffered. Now, look, if we were going to take like environmentals, environmentalism very seriously, uh, the Koreans well, I mean, would have a, a legitimate <laughs> so, uh, uh, a legitimate reason to use their military to pressure China to stop polluting so much. So this is the thing, though. Like, it's bad for their health. The Earth has never been cleaner. That too. Rivers have never been cleaner. The, the Earth has never been cleaner because there's so much carbon dioxide. Plants are able to photosynthesize, and they have higher readily available yeah. stores of CO2. Uh, and another thing is that um, even though I'm totally on board with protecting the environment 100 percent, right um because like as a as a believing christian um you know we have dominion over the earth and we're mm -hmm. told you have to you have to be good stewards you know if you're not a good steward you're not doing your best as as a, as a, as a, as a it, faith-filled it's uh, it's mostly coming down to this though it's it's are the simulations correct this is the horseshit though are, are, this are, is the are they shit. accurate enough the, are they big enough in scope and scale people to need to get rid of the delusion that their single act makes a difference that too they need to get rid i don't of think it makes sense. a difference either way right in the there sense needs to like be... using one plastic bag is gonna right. harm there, every single no turtle and using because, one paper bag because is gonna you know save what, the planet because yeah. you know what happens regardless of whether or not Catherine or fucking karen across the way mm -hmm. reuses that same plastic bag they're still gonna produce more plastic bags yeah that one single action is not going to stop yeah. anything if corporations building plastic bags was really destroying the planet which what, i'm open to hearing that argument what, let's be clear what that corporation to is going to keep building it no matter if they give you the option to do paper right. bags or not what what needs to happen which is not going to happen is a global a global change yeah. it's not going to happen oh the and amount we're, of the we're amount talking of... we're talking like what greta thunberg wanted she's a <laughs> fucking idiot what she, she wanted zero carbon emissions today that's yeah. what she said in her famous course, fucking speech and it's not going to happen, Greta. It, you have, cells. You just you say these things <laughs> and say everything needs to stop now. How dare you? So brave. How dare you? You ruined my childhood. Didn't Greta, she win a Nobel Peace Greta, Prize or how something? How dare you, Greta? No how one, no one forced you. you. No one forced you in this building that you're bitching to. No one forced you to drop out of high school. Yeah. She no did. One, yeah. You, no one. You, no one forced you to do actually, that. Actually, that's not true. That was your fault. No, no, that's not true. Actually, and I'm not even. Being facetious, did she, she not drop out of high her, school? Her childhood has actually been ruined. By who? It's been ruined by her parents. Hmm. They. So, well, I won't go there. But but let, let's be honest with ourselves, right? Where did she get this from? Where did she get the uh, the rhetoric? Yeah, she didn't just develop it on her own. Now, if she did, that would make her a pretty sensible cookie. Like even though right. she's spouting nonsense, that's Being some very to... that's some very complex and really powerful stuff. Because right, it, it convinces a lot of normal people that I, like I something's wrong and shit, right? I beg to differ. It doesn't. I, it's, it's fucking. Powerful. It's horseshit. It, no, it's, it's horseshit. It it it's effective. It I works. think it's stupid that we celebrated or people. I have fucking celebrated. Celebrated a fucking child yeah. who came on stage and just 
Complained. How was she even founded? She complained. Oh, it was just like a fucking environmental. Uh, it was astroturf. It was astroturf. Astro she she complained and cited no changes. Yeah, she no, just had no, a stern voice. No feasible changes <laughs> and a stern she, hairline. She let's was be awesome. Honest. She was awesome because she yelled at old people. Who old white awesome? People. We gotta hate the old now, white people. She incited no changes that could be really uh really taken uh, that would actually do anything. She demanded. She demanded changes that would ultimately not be possible, mm-hmm. um, like stopping and we all, and people all carbon people emissions, people yeah. celebrate like cars everything 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 that emits <laughs> CO two or any greenhouse gas needs to stop. Wouldn't so, that affect so the environment we, more? Uh, no, it wouldn't. It would help because definitely, it stopped. It would help. All it would of definitely, sudden. but it would destroy the countries. One hundred percent, it would help, but it would destroy every single person's way of life. We yep. would be reverting back to the fucking Iron Age. Actually, you know what? Say goodbye to electricity. That doesn't unless, sound so bad anymore. Say goodbye to electricity unless you have solar panels. And by the way, solar panels and green energy doesn't help. It doesn't fucking work. Oh, wait a minute. She might be onto something. What? If we're all busy chasing the mammoth, how much time are we going to be able to spend on, like, transgendered bathrooms? Right. Dude. Uh, understandable. No. She, she isn't a lefty. She's a fascist, <laughs> bro. I fucking love Greta Thunberg. Understandable. Now. <laughs> so this is this is. We had there's another. I forget his fucking name. I should have noted it down. This is what happens when you just do a podcast just off the cuff here. Uh, he was the same age as Greta Thunberg and had been working on the environment all his fucking childhood and created and developed and invented a machine that collects garbage from the ocean. Hmm. You know That's something cool. that actually. Contributes yeah, to yeah. fucking. So he's part of the solution, not the problem. Exactly. Instead of just standing on a stage and bitching and moaning mm-hmm. about, you know, oh, I saw, I saw trash. Up right. Rather than this. being a performance, and she's, she's actually done and some she's real work. She's shitty. If she was, if she just said that, I would be fine. I'd be like, okay, whatever. But she's a fucking liar and a hypocrite because mm. she goes onto a train, and she mm-hmm. sits in this, a building with does AC, this, does this whole, and electricity, does this and whole power get up, on. Does this whole getup? Sits in the fucking aisle of the train. Acting like she wasn't afforded a seat. She had a first class seat and she had posted a picture using her iPhone. Which uses electricity. Using her <laughs> iPhone. Uh, and she posts it and is just like, hey, look, you know, blah, 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 blah for the environment. And this is the thing. The train company messaged her and questioned why she wasn't using her first class seat that she paid That's for. That's funny. You know, it's funny you mentioned electricity. Do you know who uses less electricity than Greta Thunberg and numbers in, in the hundreds of thousands of people? Homeless people. Them, but they don't, they're not really living good lives, yeah. right? Right. They're not living One who's living a life. And, right. They're not living fulfilling hers. and great lives. But you know who is? Who? And not using electricity? The Amish. That's a good wow, one. That's 100%. zero carbon emissions right there, bitch. But she wouldn't want, she'd find an issue with the way they're living, like well, the yeah, wells they're, 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 to get water. It's probably like they're white and they're they're it's they're so, old. It's so dirty. I have to wash oh, it no, myself. Oh, no, they like guns. They like guns. That'll be a big one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Amish She'll love lose guns. her mind. Yeah. Or their life revolves around the church. Oh, yeah, religion. Oh, yeah, we got to shit on religion. That's low status. That's a low status belief. I believe in equality of everything and everyone for any reason at all. That's a high status. So since we're on this topic of, 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 you know, you know, the environment, Mm. we need to talk about alternative energy and green energy, right? Yes. Um, You know, we already, already, no, 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 we talked about this. I already solved our problem. It's not going to solve our problems. It will. No. No. You remember my solution? What was your solution? You don't remember it. 
What was it? Dyson Sphere? So, no. Uh, what we do is, like, again, it's going to take a lot of investment. It'll take a lot of research. Um, it will be, honestly, it'll, it, on the upfront, right, on, on the surcharge when we start doing this, it's not going to look like it's going to work. But we're going to have to invent a means of going to and taking things from the future. We're going to have to go into the future with a time machine and steal all of the energy oh, from yeah. the future that our future selves actually create and use it now. So then wouldn't that take away from our future it's selves? It's not a problem. It's so therefore problem, we wouldn't Eve. have Eve. that Eve. energy Eve. to go back no, and get. So, that's not so our problem right here, now. Here we that's are. their problem. The so only then you wouldn't have no, it to begin notice, with. The only solution that he has is pure science fiction that we have yeah, no method of way of no doing No time right travel. Now. Not with that attitude. This is the thing. Green energy does fuck all. I'm in I'm in the current day. I don't give a fuck about what they got in the future. So you mean like solar power? Solar power, wind power. Great. It's great on a low scale level. But if we're talking about switching the entire energy grid to green energy. Like you know green, green energy green card? Energy? Cars? Atomic power. energy. Nuclear power. Stop calling it that. Invent. Call it what it used to be called. Atomic energy. And I love it even better. Atomic energy. So it's so bright and cheery. That sounds so Fucking negative. Like it has it a now. negative connotation to it, no, though. No, no. Nuclear power has negative connotations. Atomic energy has a just a superior. It, it sounds energetic, yeah. right? I love mm. the old way we used to talk about nuclear power back when we weren't afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Before, you know, before the coal, the Japan. coal the, Island, the, the coal, before Chernobyl, before the coal and oil industry lobbied heavily against it because no, it would ruin no, their companies money. Companies wouldn't do that. that oh, no, that's shit. a myth. I'm that's a, a liberal conspiracy myth. theorist. Sorry. <laughs> no, the green energies, sure, they are good for, say, a homesteader. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent yeah. for a homesteader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And they're off the grid. You can sustain yourself perfectly off the yeah. grid. Like farms By using do. solar. In fact, wind. It's a, it's a good decentralized solution. If a lot of people on their own, for their own personal uses, were using wind mm -hmm. and solar for mm -hmm. the small things that must be done, but yeah. they don't want to pay for on but the grid. At large, at large, the electrical system is a live feedback system. Okay? That means... Whenever you turn on a light, the power station that is powering your area is actively changing how much power it's outputting. Did, did you all know that? Mm, that sounds so vaguely familiar from my training, but like... It's, it's an active feedback system. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like, electricity does scare me. And I'm afraid of it things that scare me. It should. Um, I don't deal with electricity. Um, I have literally told my you're, superiors I'm not touching X because that thing is live. You're right. Or to be it was live at one point. So it can electrocute you? Yeah. Or or at one point was live and I'm not touching it. <laughs> not without rubber gloves. Your current then, power grid yeah. system is a active system, as in it is actively listening, quote unquote. The more power that is drawn, the more power it will produce. It is actively changing what power it's producing. You know what doesn't do that? Solar. Because it's constant. Wind. Because, and it's not constant. Let's say we're at peak demand. Oh, yeah, it's not. Peak, let's say we're at peak oh, demand, right? The solar panel, the wind is not just going to start blowing harder because it's at peak demand. Let's just say it tanks. There's no wind. Okay, <laughs> now you don't have any power. That's right. So in a completely... Wouldn't it store it when it's at its high, though? And Sure, if you have batteries. Yeah, yeah you could. Like power reserve mode but or something not, like that? But, but you know that lithium batteries aren't, like, friendly to the environment. So you would need... Either way that you go for it, you're going to harm the environment exactly. one way or another. So why... 
Right. Yeah. Why go through all the extra so trouble oh, if you're still going to affect mention, the environment? That's not to mention bad inclement weather either. Yeah. People, yeah. people, not to mention the uh, maintenance costs oh. that go into maintaining an uh, entire solar array. And about? having they're, they're, those they're, wind hold on, things hold on. put up. Are you insinuating that the um, Air Force's uh, 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 Colorado um, uh, I, solar farm uh, ever gets hailed on ever? I will say That's, this. That is Soviet propaganda. I will say this. My father was a photovoltaic engineer and he worked on the Palm Springs yeah. solar array. Okay. So I'm sure there's you probably maybe I don't know. Is that is that in California? That is in yes. Okay. So Palm Springs Marine Base uh solar array. He worked on that, okay? Yeah, uh they probably cut some of their fucking energy demands from the grid, but yeah, ultimately they at you know, when their sun's down, they obviously have to pull power from the grid. Now, this is the thing. So in the situation that I just described, let's say we get rid of every coal power plant, every fucking nuclear power plant, every single oil power plant, and we're just relying on the sun and the fucking solar or the sun and the fucking wind. Mm-hmm. Great. So your your fucking power will be spotty at best, or unless we have massive giant fucking battery banks that are used to power shit on the low times. But then again, you can't guarantee that because what if there's zero wind for three days? Mm-hmm. What if there is overcast for the you know next what? four days? We don't need power to power data banks of of, of memory and systems, and we Fuck we it. don't need who needs infrastructure. You know what? At you this know point, what? your way of life would be so drastically affected, it wouldn't help. Right. Dude, you know what the dude, greatest solution is? All I can say now is hail Greta Thunberg. You know what the greatest solution is? <laughs> what? Atomic the, power. Is that the final Atomic solution? Atomic energy. Is the, that just a broad you, so term, you, if, or is it like you know specific You know what's great? The, pure, the process of taking a, a radioactive material like uranium mm-hmm. and having it go under fission... <laughs> that's gonna sound adorable someone agrees with you if you go ahead and take a nuclear or a, a fucking you know rod of uranium mm-hmm. as it undergoes fission <laughs> as it breaks apart it will remain the same volume that it was mm-hmm. it doesn't take up any more space and the end result will be lead which can go into other manufacturing processes so it can get used Right, if you use it long enough. Right, if you use it long enough. Sure, I'm, there's some other nuclear fucking uh, uh, byproducts, but they result in a shit ton of energy, reliable, uh, safe. It is the coal and oil industry that has made you to believe that nuclear power plants are not safe. Oh, and the Simpsons. Exactly. They have been. You have been programmed to be thought to made to think that. They aren't safe because they want because, what's going to get them the most because, profit and the most because control you know over what, everybody's You know what life. they always go back to when we're talking about nuclear energy? Oh, Fukushima. Yeah. Oh, Chernobyl. Yeah, that's what I thought of when oh, you first started talking about it. You know about what they never, they bring, never, up, they they never, never tell bring up? Three Mile Island. They what's never, that? Three Mile Island was the first nuclear disaster. And you know where it happened? Where? The United States. It's not Pearl Harbor, though. It's something different? Yeah, Three Mile Island was like, uh, I don't remember what state probably a flyover state Mm -hmm. but uh no three mile island um was so tame and so well controlled of an accident nobody died so then for like six days nuclear disaster as in something failed however it was mitigated by the other safety protocols that are in place right Mm -hmm. the plant was contaminated 
they left the they, they left they abandoned the facility and eventually they told most of the residents on the island to vacate as well nobody died there was no massive explosion no in I fact think the in explosion fact, was, was in fact, there, was, there was no magical the, explosion do you want to know who visited through my island during the the entire uh, uh as it was live the president who? the president jimmy carter jimmy carter visited it for a whole what? day but yeah. nuclear, but nuclear bad, atomic power bad. Yeah, the president died. No, he didn't. Oh my god. Yeah. I think the whole explosion and you know thousands of people dying was for theatrics so that I can like go down. You know in history. what it was? It Chernobyl and Fukushima, probably subpar building standards. Uh, yeah. Subpar maintenance standards. So, so part That's of probably part to of, do with part it. Part of Chernobyl's problem was subpar construction, but it was also that it was such a new technology, and they were not sharing information with the West, and we weren't sharing with them. So we both had to, we both, excuse me, we both had to learn our mistakes on our own. Um, so their shoddy construction methods caused their problem, mm -hmm. compounded by the fact that it was new. Right. Our problem was because it was a new technology and we had made mistakes by accident in, in construction. It wasn't poor construction. It was just faulty engineering. So the quality of the engineering was good but it was the quality of the design was not good, right? So the, the there's like, we're kind of splitting hairs here, but they failed for similar but different reasons. Fukushima was all, all shoddy construction from a very, very greedy corporation. Um, and of course, being on a fault line. And of course, being on the water. So United States standards of building and construction and maintenance uh, make them really safe. I would say there's a good chance that the amount of fatalities that the Fukushima disaster caused would have been at least reduced by a third if their construction standards were done to modern American or modern Russian standards. Mm -hmm. Or, shit, how about just modern Japanese standards without all the corner cutting? That would have been just as fine. I'm right. sure of it. I'm sure the Japanese reactors are... Shoot, they might actually be safer because they have more of them. Right? They have more... Or, sorry, they have more newer ones right. than we do. Because they continually Not to mention, reinvest like they're, they're, in that technology. They're working on fucking tokamaks and shit it, like that. They could but... do it to the German standard. Or I think the French still have theirs online. If they did it to French standards, it would be fine. Um, uh, you know, it, it's... Again, nothing is without risk. Life mm -hmm. is all about risk management. So then why are they still saying that there's still effects of the atomic bomb that went off in... Because they are. Well, there is. There are. Weapons are much more dangerous than power plants. Yeah. But Again, some some bombs have more than others, right? So, like Bikini Atoll is still radioactive. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go diving in that. No, but definitely not. But you can go to the Trinity test site, and you can go to uh, the uh, is it the apoaxis of the explosion? They made a pyramid to it, like from the mm. ground to the to the top. Oh wow! Or, really? From the ground floor to the top to the bottom of the apoaxis of the apoapsis. fireball. Do they make you sign like a waiver that says you might be no. exposed to radiation? No, you can just go the apoapsis. Apoapsis, yeah. Apoapsis. Fuck you. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great way to Kerbal space it. program uh, terminology there. I think that's, <clears throat> I think that's the terminology. The bottom of yes. the fireball. Um, they built they built a pyramid um, at the bottom of the ground, and mm -hmm. then the pyramid reaches to the top, and that point is where the bottom of the fireball was, and then the, the bottom the black, the of black, the fireball. Yeah. Um, it, that's, that's awesome. It's that's ap, 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 apoapsis is, is reference to the farthest away point. Ooh, okay. So that would so be that, the top of the fireball. Ooh, what's the bottom of the fireball then? 
just another apple apps this point just relative right perigee is the closest point okay okay so that would be like the perigee of the fireball okay i was kind of close yeah i was almost there um but yeah you can visit the trinity test site you could visit um the castle bravo test site i'm sure um if you could go on that property but um yeah uh when you when you get down to it it's just a tragedy mm-hmm. that the Simpsons just was allowed to exist and have <laughs> 10 billion explosions at the reactor <laughs> on the fucking show. Amazing. All right, folks. A travesty. That is going to be it for the first segment. Catch us right back where we go into debate time. Uh, sort of a fast little, uh, just a little quip where we have to basically answer the question yes or no, give a little brief reason for why, and then we move on. All right. Catch us right Can back after the break. We- Let's go. <laughs> You're listening to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now back to the show with your host, Brandon Cox. All right, folks, welcome back from that break. We're back with debate time and Ronan. Um, this is just, if you don't like it, fucking tune off. It's a baby. Chill out. I like we it. We can use his laugh as like whenever we make a joke and then use it as backplay. So you just hear Ronan laughing. Yes, I like that. I like the uh, the baby noises. Um, I mean, let's be honest. People that listen to podcasts, virgins. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, all right. So, debate time. Uh, this is a new. This has not been done yet on QCP, so we're going to explain how this goes. Uh, this will be on every single special where we will go ahead. To ha- we have a list of uh, debate topics. Uh, we won't really debate them because that would take a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea is we go down this list and we will say yes or no. Um, and then we'll explain why we have our answer and sort of little soundbite answers um, so that way we can keep it short because we okay. do have quite a few topics. Cool. Uh, yeah, for awesome. the first one, I shall read, should all people have a universal basic income? I believe for the quality of work they're doing, yes. If you're doing something that's college needed, you should get at least a certain amount to pay that college back. So that's not what that uh, universal basic income, yeah. Okay, never mind. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking of in the sense of, uh, you know, no, I think that is what it means. Uh, for example, in the sci-fi uh, TV show or in books, the, the, the Expanse, universal basic income is regardless of whether or not you're working or not, you get paid. Oh, and, no, no, no. I don't believe in that. Yeah. The idea being is because they are, there are simply too many people on earth at this time. They can't make up and as they, many jobs. And they don't have any jobs, right? So you have a lot of... There's like massive unemployment because they simply don't have enough jobs to provide. Right. Um, That's that different than... Which is essentially just unemployment. So are we going and we're to We're talking about a near post-scarcity environment anyway. I'm Isn't gonna, there like a job scarcity going on right now? Like people don't want to work yeah. because of the minimum wage. Yeah. It's not yeah. livable. And not to mention and, the government is incentivizing you to not work. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and now for me, I'm going to say... Yes, but no, right? Uh, it works in small countries that are homogenous in nature, in makeup, and uh, countries that are self-interested and willing to do that in in, um, in understanding that it will cause other problems, but they're willing to deal with those problems instead of people not having money. Right. So when you get down to it, they have to prioritize. It, it'll work in Scandinavia. It'll mm-hmm. work in Eastern Europe if they try it. Um, in most most Eastern European countries, if they had the money for it, yeah. But in America, no. Central Europe, no. It's not going to work. Uh, it it would work maybe in Japan, 
it could potentially work in Korea. I'm not going to... I'm, I'm going to say low likelihood of success, but higher than America's uh, chances. Yeah. Um, I would say... Uh, Russia, probably not. It's too big. There's too much frontier. It's just the way of life people have. They ours, If they would get uh, too comfy off of that income because they know they're going to get it regardless, kind of like unemployment. It, yeah. It's just, so, it's just that the American empire is presently like not in good shape and it's, it's tearing itself apart from the seams and there's no fixing it. It's just going to happen. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. And honestly... Um, if you want it to slow, don't do universal basic income. Don't try to tr- don't try to try it. Right. But if you're like me and you want the fire to continue and you want everything to get worse so they get better in the future and you want to rip the band-aid off, sure, do it. Let's go. Yeah. Right? Let, let's have, you know, segments of the population hate one another for, you know, you're working no time. You're you're not you're not working at all. And and here here is here my, am I busting my ass yeah. trying to make okay. ends meet. And we can, and we that's can, bad enough. We but, can go back into the uh, different topics. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can go back and have a callback of one yeah. we particular one. Okay. Talk about. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No, you're all good. Uh, Eve, go ahead and read the second one. Okay. Number two, juveniles should be tried and treated as adults. Yes. Yes, due to the heinousy and the intent of their crime. Um, if I were a 16 year old and I commit commit vehicle killer manslaughter that's a felony should i be trying as an adult no because it was an accident but i did kill somebody if i go out and i plan to murder this man this woman and i had this heinous intent that's the heinous intent of an adult and i should be tried as such yeah i think uh for felony uh felony uh you know ch- charges absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent like first degree murder second degree murder uh, premeditated uh, that's first degree yeah. Uh, yeah. so fel- felonies yes uh, but I think misdemeanors and stuff should be looked at as an action by the parents uh, because mm. they should still be doing their fucking job however I think there's a great line because I think that uh, kids are gonna go out and a, do what they want to do regardless 17, no not even that I think a 7 year old would skate by just happily uh, knowing that they're not going to be tried as an adult, yes, um, because their parents would because take the fall? they are seventeen, yeah. uh, so they're they know that, so they're going to be if that was a, an established thing that regardless of the uh, charges, uh, they would be tried as a juvenile and just go to a detention center and a slap on a wrist. Then I'm sure that there will be some seventeen year olds who will commit murder and knowing oh, yeah. that they would be absolutely just fine and escape by into the juvenile system. Uh, so yeah, for felony charges, I mean this happens a lot actually. So this happens actually where you know someone a child or an adolescent, I should say, or under the age, a minor, is charged with a felony offense that they will be tried as an adult. That's happened multiple times in our history. But I think it should be standard. I think there should be no, it should not be up to whatever court or whatever jurisdiction it's under. I think it should be standard that if somebody, a a minor is charged with a felony charge, they will be tried and treated as an adult. Um, At that point, those decisions that are made could sort of point to some criminality that it might be inherent with that individual and that's something that should be uh stopped how about you Hayes? i don't really disagree at all actually right. so there's not much of a debate here uh for this topic but uh, i did want to add something they did find that it was unconstitutional to have children under the age of 18 be sentenced to life in prison without parole due to their brain not being fully developed even though they were sentenced to life at 18 just the fact of them being a minor, they couldn't be sentenced to life without parole. Oh, okay. Is that different? You mm, think? I'd say that's yeah, because we're, we're, we're talking about we're talking about sentencing. Yeah. Not not about trial, right? That's yeah, that's it. different. Uh, go <laughs> ahead and uh, read the next one, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, so the all right, uh, abortion should be banned. I believe birth control should be more 
accepted and more given out. Like they give condoms out, mm -hmm. but they expect women to be on birth control. If that makes sense. Like condoms are free and they give that out. But I feel like it's always the pressure on the female to make sure she has the birth control so that they don't have to have an abortion. Um, or come to the biological Sorry, we effects. just had to, just a side note of what happened right now. We had to pry a piece of paper from uh, Ronan's no, hand. Ro no, Ronan was reading the notes. Ronan was reading the notes. Yes. Um, no, yeah. Uh, but I back on track. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I feel like it's more pressure on the woman to be on birth control, but they give birth control options to men for free, but not for women. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to say that uh, it should be banned, but all con uh, contraceptives should be banned. Such uh, as like condoms or it. IUDs. All of it. So Because here's two things I want, I want to... You know for, the for, biological reaction that would happen yeah. in the you, events you, that you are... Yeah, so here's... That's here's coming from your religious standpoint. That, well, of course, right? That's, yeah. what, that's what influences a great deal of my decision making. Yeah. But like, let me, let me point out three super fun facts, right? Fun fact number one, um, if you don't want kids, but you want sex... Here's a quick little tip. You can't get pregnant if you put it in the ass. <laughs> I love it. I don't know if anyone knows I mean, not this. that, but the fact I mean, that you're I, saying I, I, I knew he was going there, yeah. but for some reason, I still wasn't expecting you it. Just weren't I expecting wasn't expecting it. that yeah. at all. Yeah. Okay. So, so for one, right, you can just do that. That's what the Mormons do. Did you know that? Did people know that? Only Mormons seem to know this, right? Cause, cause, <laughs> Is that cause, a cause, cause thing girls, that Mormons do? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get this, right? Girls will sleep around well, in high school, but they'll only do anal sex. That way they're that still... That, that's why. That's why they're still virgins when they get married. Oh, you rolled your we'll, eyes. We'll come, it's we'll amazing. Come, we'll I hope you guys no, heard no, no, that we'll eye come roll. Back to that. Wait, wait. So, so, I, so, I, so, 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 two more fun facts, right? Mm -hmm. Two more, and I promise they're not as vulgar. Okay. <laughs> the, right, because I'm worried about that on this podcast. <laughs> it's labeled explicit. So, so the the thing is, when it comes to um, contraceptives as a concept, what we're essentially doing here is saying, yes, I would like to participate in the process that you know brings me closer to my partner and will create life. But I don't want to do the creating life part. Yes. Very cool. Um, third fun fact, just fucking don't have sex, retards. Like, do what I do. Just be a virgin, mm -hmm. idiot. Like, do you, <laughs> do you see me paying for child support? No. Do you see me getting divorced? No. I, I don't have to worry about this shit. Do you buying condoms? No. No, I'm not buying condoms. I'm not buying contraceptives. I'm not buying an abortion. So, I, don't have, I don't have to break so, my religious principles, and I don't have to be a slave to the pussy. It's that simple. <laughs> so I think Hashtag free the so so my take my take on all this is abortion. I hate the idea that abortion has become a commodity. I do not want it to be commoditized. And it considered I do healthcare. not. I do not. I, like I do not want it to be considered a contraceptive in of itself. I do not want it to be because everyone post, points to the statistics like, oh well, what about rape? Uh, that accounts for less than one percent of the yeah. total abortions that are actually done. Uh, Planned Parenthood is an evil corporation, and they do not do anything other than abortions. They do not provide any sort of proven. fucking help. Uh, they, uh, so abortions, uh, I think in the most strictest of sense and the very, 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 very strictest of cases and scenarios, uh, can be acceptable, uh, quality of life. I am taking into consideration if there's somebody who is going to be born with a severe, severe, severe debilitating dis disability where their life expectancy is less than the 
normal life expectancy say sub 30 years i think that that would be permissible um i do not and the earliest stages of pregnancy and the moment that you know about this illness um i think that is acceptable however there is going to be a time limit there you cannot do it uh past a certain trimester or past a certain point because that is just horrible that is closer and closer to human beings quick question and i'm I'm being provocative on purpose Mm -hmm. what you're and, and i'm not totally disagreeing either uh is you understand that's basically eugenics on a, on a really like fundamental level, abortion or the waiting to a uh, certain gestation. Well, yeah, age. yeah, the way that he's so, describing the way I'm describing like, as in like if there is somebody who's gonna be just you know I'm not talking like about the I'm not talking I'm basically. not talking about Down syndrome. I'm not talking about any of those mm-hmm. mental things. I'm talking about like a debilitating like right. there is a like for example a muscular a, dystrophy. I'm ta- no, I'm talking about like a I forget the skin condition. Uh, it's a skin condition where any slightest bit of friction, any poke prick results in the skin falling off. Okay. That is a horrible I've horrible seen illness. Of people like that. that is what I'm talking about. Those things where the quality of life is just not going to be there. They're not going to be able to live life how everyone else is living. I think that'd be an instance where I'm talking about you have to discover this right. shit really, but, really but, early yeah. on. But you're comfortable with the fact that that's basically, uh, and, I, and I'm not even like trying to make you not I th- like. I it. think so. No, I am okay. because I'm I'm more or less like if I I I can't even say this is this is me thinking of like as a global perspective of how we can go ahead and rationalize mm-hmm. abortions, and and that kind of sense. Like for example, I can't say for myself that I would want to do that if Ronan had any of those things because right. it's just that parental need. But I'm not going to stand for people just going to a clinic because they weren't ready to have a fucking kid. Exactly. But they uh, were ready to have unprotected you could fucking bed. wrap it up or be on the pill. <laughs> Sorry. The there is so men, what is there your are, opinion on free birthers there, who don't believe in prenatal care or being given birth in a hospital who, like, they wouldn't know if the child had a disability and then they found out. Best, that, that's best, fine. That's their prerogative. Uh, best of luck to you. That's your right. Yeah, that's best what, of luck I, that's to what you. I want to do. I, fuck the hospital. No, best fuck, of luck fuck to fuck you. Fuck that shit. Whatever reason it might be, best of luck to you. I hope everything works out well. I don't see how anyone... Okay, and I'm not talking to the the midwits that might... I I think it's foolish. I, I think it's foolish, but more power to you. Is you're right. I I support you, and I hope that everything works out well. <laughs> All right, folks. So just a little bit of a time warp here. We're back uh, for QCP. We were just finishing off there uh, with the last point. It's now that a uh, couple days after. <laughs> <laughs> we had started recording this episode, but that's fine. Um, we were talking about abortions should be banned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was making the point that, uh, yeah, it's sort of become a commodity, and I, I, I just don't want that. We'll just go and continue. We've pretty much killed abortion. Yeah, yeah, we pretty uh, much. We'll move on. Uh, standardized <laughs> testing should be abolished. Standardized testing should be mm-hmm. abolished, yes or no? I mean, some of it's just basic things that you should know, like... I mean, I'm not going to judge a 27-year-old man for not knowing what Y equals MX plus B is, or a 12-year-old child for that matter, but there's some things that should be considered standardized, but but what they have is standardized isn't what I think should be standardized, Yeah, if um, that makes sense. Like, I, like I'm a big fan of um, uh, any other method of education that uh, the, the state will count as a... a, a, a K or uh, kindergarten to twelve, yeah. Um, back in my home state, uh, there's some people that were able to um, get a class of kids um, for like a couple years to be out in the forest and just learn how to live off the land, and that was like curriculum for like two or three years of their quote unquote high school education. Um, and it, like standardized testing and and schools as an institution is a Prussian invention, more or less. 
And it's useful, and it was useful then for reasons that are different for them being useful now. But I, I agree with Eve. I think the things that they're standardized on is definitely like the, the it's way off the reservation like the the tests need to be revamped and we also need to use less of them so the curriculum that is now you know common practice in america was actually invented by a man i don't remember his name but it was just to create a plethora of just workers like mindless mm -hmm. thinkers and yep. just go into the work environment you know nine to five but schools you know what is it seven to three eight to four whatever it is now yep so it's just Slightly educated workers that yeah. can handle more uh, more complicated machinery. And that's why they don't teach you, you know, everyone keeps saying they don't teach me how to write a check. They don't teach me how mm -hmm. to send a letter. They don't teach me how to do my taxes because that's what the businessmen do. That's what the rich men do. And that's yep. not what they want. They want, you know, slightly educated workers who can do the bare minimum, which is what they're teaching uh, in America. I think, I think, yeah, that's fine. Because in the long run, you are going to be working for somebody. You are going to be joining the workforce, and that is the society we live in. It is no longer... I mean, sure, I would love to have a class where we do that, like forestry class. Mm -hmm. I would love to know how to chop down a tree. I would love to know how to take those logs, make them into planks. I would mm -hmm. love to know how to take that wood that I just chopped down a tree and made into planks and turned into a house. I would love to know all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the society we live in today and the lifestyles that we all have, that is, that, that is the necessity Right. If we train a bunch of people not to do basic arithmetic, arithmetic, go through a computer course where they know how to use Excel, Microsoft Word, mm -hmm. then you have to now that is drawing on an, an inefficiency in the workforce. And if we want the economy to get better, there can't be any of that. So in, in the ultimate run, I, I, I understand that. However, I think the there should be a common core class where it should be common core where you are taught the basic things like what what really do what really does what really goes into taxes what does each form need if you if you did investments you know what is a 1095 like all those kind of things those are those are important things that i think should be a, you know taught in school uh but ultimately hey your parents that's also where it comes from i mean what you're really arguing for is keeping the specializations that makes the economy what it is right now um, well, I mean, yeah, because that's the world we live in. Right, but do, do you want well, that to persist the way that uh, it is? Okay, how do we change it? Well, for one, you would change so, curriculum. So, so, in we'll, so if we change curriculum, would there end up? Would it be ultimately better for the children, and then they have to go into the workforce and now actually have to learn the stuff that they were already going to learn in the previous curriculum? Yeah, because they're going to be they're going to be retaught that anyway. Right. So, and not only that, but like, um, I. I so I used to be an educator uh, for the Boy Scouts of America um, back in Colorado, and uh, I would work um, as staff on a summer camp uh, for the Pikes Peak Council, and we had a phrase, um, uh, and, and I worked there for three summers consecutively, and the first year, I thought the phrase was just cute, and I liked it because it was funny. Second year, I thought, wow, no, this is absolutely true. Yeah, these kiddos are, yeah, this is, the mantra, it rings. And then by the third year, uh, I, I was a true believer. I, it was more true to me than the students. And the phrase goes like this. <clears throat> we teach more in a week up here than they'll learn a year down there in a classroom. Right. Because of the Excuse interaction me. that they have a kid who's, you know, ADHD or can't sit down. Um, if they're out and about doing stuff, it's better retained with muscle memory than, you know, writing it down on a piece so, of paper. So and the skills that we teach them are way better. Like, you know, you, you can argue all sorts of stuff about 
oh, using Excel in a class or learning typing. And no, say, okay, fine. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love that. I wish that was also part of the normal curriculum. Okay. I fucking love that. No. I don't think that should not I, be a thing. I, I, I think there's an argument to be made in de-specializing the economy mm-hmm. and slowly winding that I down. I mean, I don't think it's really specialized. Like, the schooling isn't really specialized until you have a class. It really gets specialized when you go to college. No, it is specialized. In high school, like, in high school we, we, you get... We, it's so, blanket. So, Algebra is a fucking extension yeah. for So everything. you don't want not, it to like completely abolish and change it you just want it to be revised for now what america is now compared to what it was I when mean, it was first yeah in, sh- yeah know, i think i think the issue is really the time frame of who who knows when that guy created the standardized it, testing it's, or standardized exactly. it's still enforcing a specialization in the in, in industry wide because mm-hmm. if you don't teach kids how say to t- do taxes like yeah. take me for instance i don't know how to do that on my own well, I have to go to a tax person to do yeah, that. Yeah, I use TurboTax. So, so my ignorance, not my training, my ignorance in training is what's adding to the specialization of the economy. So it's it's not only what you train p- kids to do, it's what you omit to train them that also right. adds to specialization. Yeah, I get what you're I get what you're saying completely, but in my in my mind's eye, like what I'd rather have, like my son. So Ronan's gonna be homeschooled. Like mm-hmm. that's like yeah. It's pretty set in stone unless we're going to send him to a private school. He's There's no way in hell he's going to go into a public school. First priority is going to be homeschool, then private school, and then mm-hmm. who knows what we'll do after that. You, you know, actually, I know this isn't part of the debate, but I, I do remember reading a couple, maybe months ago, that some teacher somewhere in America, like, just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not working for the education board of education no more. And uh, I'm going to take my teaching degree, and I'm going to teach uh, as, as a free agent. And she found um, a bunch of moms in the same neighborhood, and uh, they agreed. Every day of the week, the kids would go to the other mom's house in a cycle, and the teacher would meet them there, and they would learn, uh, excuse me, uh, I love the, that. the state that's, curriculum there. That's like I a community, community yeah. learning yeah. kind of thing. That's so much better. That's so much. I agree completely. That, so you I have fucking one-on-one love with the that. teacher. You know them, and you so, know they're not so going to go And their the supervision from the parents yeah. like, so, near so constantly. So look at, look at this, You though. can pay your teacher as much as look she needs. Look at this. Let's talk, about, yeah. let's talk about teachers for a second here. Mm-hmm. There are some excellent teachers out there. There are. Excellent. Yeah. There should not be a fucking teacher's union at all. There shouldn't be. Yeah. No. Especially, and we see the reason why right now. COVID. The teacher union are basically telling our fucking current administration, don't open schools back up. <laughs> don't make us go back uh, because we don't want to. We don't want to be in school with the kids. Yeah. They don't fucking care about your children. There are some teachers who who very much do, but a vast majority of them, and I can say that because it's the fucking teachers union, do not. They just get want rid, the Get rid of the teachers union. They don't deserve a higher paycheck. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They're out of the school. They're out of work. Basically, not doing shit for how many months in the year? When you get down to it, um, the math pretty much shows you that they're not the most paid people in America, but the amount of time off that they do get paid, um, it, it's pretty. In, it's pretty amazing. Like um, summer and weekends and yeah, holidays. they get summer break, yeah. winter break, spring yeah. break. Like there's very, there's so very few off. professions in America that give you the whole summer off every single year of your career. Like it's horseshit. If you want to earn that paycheck, then your ass is in school. Every day of the year, it's a normal nine to five job, and you're working on the curriculum that you're going to teach the students. Well, that's another thing. Don't too. get me wrong. Like I think the the major issue with public schools. I mean, of course, this is can only be solved with larger workforce for, as far as teachers go. Mm-hmm. You know, people always complain. You know, too many too many kids per classroom. I agree. Sure. 
I agree. That's an I issue. I think thirty is extremely way excessive. Too many. I would say sixteen to twenty is yeah, good. That's manageable. It's a lot. I think that's uh, that's way too many. If you cut that number in half, take away a third of it, I think you're getting a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, like the uh, teachers, teachers' job is to. There's never a bad student. There's never a bad student. It's the teachers that are failing. You obviously they're, didn't grow up in the they're, ghetto. They're not. They're not <laughs> failing. As in, like, hey. I'm talking like academically, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I'm, I'm talking like an academic sense, not like a behavioral sense. There's no bad student, right? There's only a bad teacher. And I'm not saying like a bad teacher, like, oh, she just, you know, doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. Uh, every person has a different way of conveying information to people, right? And mm -hmm. if that, if this student does not, you know, excel with this teacher, it's probably because that teacher doesn't have the means or isn't that kind of style of teacher toward that person or child can understand right super common and that's not an issue so we need to hone in and find where that is and how we can incorporate you know better learning opportunities for the kids whatever learning ability that might be right so there's no bad students there's bad teachers i mean bad as in the sense where like they do not fit there's not their there, styles there don't to, correlate there, with there each other there has to be a teacher and student fit like there has to be a student and teacher fit like there's teachers that fit with a multitude of students because they can adapt and change and some that actually give a shit, right? Uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on. Of course, like after this, we get through the list, we can always go back and just sure, fucking talk. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to healthcare should be universal. Mm. Universal can you healthcare. Go in depth yeah, when you so mean universal. universal? He universal healthcare is that everyone has universal healthcare. It is paid for by the government with taxpayer dollars, i.e., Canada's healthcare system. Um, I'm not too familiar with that. All I know is that it's free, quote unquote, right, even quote though their unquote, taxes free. are so, out the ass. So uh, I'm going to start here. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely 100% not. Because listening to California, uh, <laughs> listening <laughs> to uh, Canada's story and how their shit is going for the basic, you know, physician, family doctor, their wait times are about six months. They have to wait six months before they can see their doctor, and uh, that's because it's free, and that everyone just horseshit. everyone just goes and gets the doctor. I mean, if we're talking about like okay, people people conflate, and I feel like people really misunderstand the, what the words you know universal healthcare means. It's going to be readily accessible for everyone. No, just based on the fact that you have to wait six months to go see your to your primary care provider, that is bad. That is garbage. And guess Even what? Even the military has a better turnaround mm -hmm. time than that. And guess yeah. what? That yeah. universal healthcare does not cover some of very important surgeries that people have to get. So what do they do? They come to the United States. They come to the United States. And like pay plastic of, surgery or uh, like like important medical procedures that people need to stay surgery. alive. Yeah. Right. Getting a tumor removed. Some of that stuff mm. isn't paid. Isn't covered by your uh, insurance. So it's they would. So drastically. They would expensive. rather go to the United States where it would be cheaper. Blah blah blah. For X reason, people are coming to the United States to get surgeries done because that universal health care, which people think are magic, doesn't cover it. So you have super long wait times for your primary care provider, six months on average. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're sick. Something's wrong. You have to make an appointment six months out. Yeah. Who knows if you're going to be dead by then? So there's no urgent cares or anything oh, like there's, that? There's urgent cares, but who knows how filled those fucking things are. Uh, or how expensive. So that's my, that's exactly, how, how expensive. What what things does that universal health care uh, protect against, right? So do you have to pay a copay with that, you know, universal health care? Uh, but I digress. Let's go and toss it to Nathan. You know, at one time, I used to really be invested in this one uh, as a topic. Uh, used to be really real, well read on uh, European policy on the matter, um, especially the Swiss example, which... Uh, very loosely and very quickly is universal health care and then plus whatever you want to chip into it. 
and, and then you stop paying it. So, if you were <laughs> a rich citizen and you wanted really good health care, the platinum shit, well, you could just tell the government, hey, I'm paying X amount of dollars, you know, for this really expensive care uh, program. And uh, the government would say, okay, well, you, your, your contribution to the, um, the pile is smaller now because, A, you're, you're taking care of yourself, which le- lessens the burden on us and your fellow patriots, and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and then that was really appealing to me because I, I could tell, the, you know, the winds of change were in the air, and uh, at the time I was still kind of going into a libertarian phase that I'm no longer in anymore. So the price is based off of your overall health. So if you were morbidly obese and had uh, a bad more diet. Like, so like you have your flat care, what he's explaining is you have your yeah. flat care and you could also pay more into it, right? Yep. So you get seen faster, basically, like a membership yeah, sure. card. Yeah, and, and then, of course, the government would... would also let you pay less to the public health care system because you were taking better care of yourself and you were already using your own money anyway. Hmm. Um, and I used to really, and that was like what I really liked because I knew that the universal health care bit was going to hit America. There was no way we were getting out of that. And um, But the problem is I just truly do not care about it anymore. Um, there are no political solutions to so anything, is, there's not. I mean, and so, so and so when you when you're talking about universal health care, I had maybe a, maybe last year. If you- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You'd asked, I would have said, yo, you know what? Uh, if if we could uh get something that I want, uh, mm-hmm. something that's like totally off base and off kilter to the main mainstream, um well shit if 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 we gave you know the opposite the other aisle universal health care with whatever demands they wanted and then i got the thing i wanted i would have been happy with that very happy but there's just that's not really a solution anymore either like that's not feasible either yeah uh, so unfortunately i don't really have much input on this anymore because i just don't care so i had i had like a, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you like i had i was very concerned about this way early on because it's not free at all and you look at canada's taxes it's fucking ridiculous what, like 13 15 percent uh it's horrible it's horrible you can you can look it up right now if you wanted to uh, on your phone but i feel like my standpoint if i were not in the military you know, I would have a bigger opinion about it, but because it's free to us, it really doesn't affect it's me one of, way or another. Like, tr- that's just it. Like, it's pretty much that. Like, Tricare doesn't cover a lot of things. 
Like but people, I'm not a people, sick person. I don't have right. any medical people, needs that would people, cause me to. People, that's why it's that way is because we're healthy people. If you're in the military, you're pretty much a healthy person. So there's no need to really cover a bunch of shit, right? Correct. Yep. So that's why TRICARE covers your medical shit, like your dental. TRICARE covers that. Birthing. Most, yes. All, having kids, pregnancy, all that stuff is covered by TRICARE because it's normal, you know. Human stuff. If you're in the military, you are you are a healthy person. The chance, of, the chance of, of you having a catastrophic, you know, problem or pretty like heart failure and, and or if they are kidney disease. if they are they're like workplace and, related incidents and, and that's that's the kind of healthcare plan that works for us healthy people mm-hmm. right not an entire population of yeah if you put if you put the american population on 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 tricare horrible. tricare would be bankrupt so overnight. so not even that like we're looking at so i'm just taking that wait time of six months in canada uh, I don't know the current population, but I know it's less than America. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The United States has 357 or higher than that now million people compared to Canada with a six month. I'd wager that the if you were to take that into account and bring that down to you know, United States with with that fucking health care plan, it'd, be um, eight it'd probably be like a year. Like you'd probably be waiting for a year to get your appointment because of the sheer amount of people. I had a I had a thought when I was originally thinking of it and contemplating this. I would think that. Because I think, what is it? Isn't it against the law to not have health care? Yeah. It's against the law to not have health care. Saying like the Fucking hospital can't. horse shit. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that shit. That can go. Isn't that the Obamacare? Like it it's can, against the law? Yep. It can, it, fuck that. That is horse shit. If you can, it should be your God given right to say if you want to spend money and you know the risks. You, you can be an adult. You can yeah. be a human and be like, these are the risks. If I do not get health care, this is what can happen to me. I might be responsible for getting these cares. Um, so you have options like, hey, you have this, you know, government, you know, subsidized healthcare system. And they have all the private shit, right? The private sector. You should have a right to choose which one you want. If you know you're a healthy person, you would have to pay into that fucking mm-hmm. government health care. It's not going to be free to you, right? But you would pay into it. X amount, right? If I'm a healthy person, I'm probably going to go for the healthcare by the government because it's going to be really cheap. That's yeah. the idea, right? Yeah. All the other private shit could be whatever it wants because they're on private companies and you have to browse around. So right now like. it's really a monopoly because there but is no other. That's, that's, what a, that's what a beautiful system and, would look and, like. And here's the other thing. The, the only thing that I care about on the healthcare matters is uh, I think these insurance companies at a bare minimum need to be trust busted. Not only that, but um, they're colluding between between each other is is just it's outrageous. Shouldn't be allowed. It's got to stop. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I think insurance for healthcare I should think, be. I uh, think I think that uh, consequences be damned. Uh, I think healthcare um, insurance agencies should be outlawed. I think insurance I, I, companies I think, and I think, hospitals I, collude a lot. Yeah, I think the price should just be the price. It's run like a business instead of well, I mean, saving people's lives. Shit, I think mm-hmm. we talked about this like a couple episodes ago. Right. Where, we did. where we did. Hospitals, How hospitals are trash. Yeah, hospitals yeah. should only get break even with like a bag of saline or make at most a ten dollar profit. That should yeah. be it. They and should not be make. They should not be charging. And if they should not be five hundred bucks on a bag of saline. And if, that, if that's what they were doing as a non, if they were acting as a nonprofit, I'd be fine with the government stepping in on bad months or bad years and mm-hmm. like keeping them out of the red so that they're still providing that essential basic services. Yeah, to to the public. And and again, I say that as a total pessimist and an agnostic here. Like, there's no solutions, but this would be okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, it's not just the healthcare as 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 a cost thing. I, I think yeah. the real, I think the root of the problem is is insurance. Yeah, we'll dive into that more after this break, folks. Uh, so stick around when we get back to our debates. 
You're listening to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now back to the show with your host, Brandon Cox. All right, folks, welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Nathan and Eve. Hello. Uh, we are going to be uh, tossing it over to the cryptocurrencies should be encouraged or banned. Is there a reason why it should be banned? You, you tell me. You ask the question. Oh, we'll look at the predicament we're in. You know, I don't really know right now. Um, it, it's like I'm, 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 I'm not sure if Bitcoin is a is a grift anymore. I know Dogecoin is for sure a grift. Oh yeah, it's been going down drastically. It, the high yeah. point was seventy five cents, I believe. Last time I checked, it was twenty one to twenty two cents, and continuing on the down climb. <laughs> And there's that. Welcome to uh, ASMR. I'm really mad because I wanted with these crackers. The Quantum Consumer Podcast Crew. Um, also, I would like to, as a side tangent here, as we're getting back into the swing of this uh, episode here, uh, Nathan is going to be a new author. Yeah, that's right. Um, you've asked me to write yeah. for the website. He's um, going to be a new author for TheBaseBot.net. That is the actual parent uh, kind of program media Domain. center. Uh, for the Quanta Consumer Podcast, so it's great to have uh, Nathan part of the crew now. It's very cool. Yeah, he has yet to write something. He has yet to I, even make his count, but we're, we're going to get there. I haven't checked my email in weeks. Uh, but he's going to get there. He's going to be writing for uh, pretty much any category you want. I mean, there's no yeah. little set thing. You're going to write for anything you want. Uh, he's definitely going to be all over the horology page, which mm-hmm. is brand new and inspired yeah. by Nathan, actually. And if he has any uh, creative, artistic... Uh, points you definitely can uh you've also you've you've also mentioned um uh writing for uh the civics or politics yes 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 which which i do have a lot of interest in um i'm gonna have to tone down a lot of my actual opinions (laughs) um, (laughs) and try to just make it only analysis which will not only be like an exercise in protecting you and me um because my opinions are not allowed but um also it's an exercise for myself to actually like just be clinical Mm mm-hmm which um, it's a very, I don't think I've done in a while. It's very fun. It's a very fun practice. Be objective just, just writer being, instead of a biased writer. I wouldn't so, say objective because I don't truly believe in so objectivity. You, you truly mm-hmm. you can do that. Just present facts and what you state about them. I mean, you're pretty. There's pretty good creative freedom here. It's just whatever you want to filter I, out. Right. No. Of course. I, I'll be. I was just saying, like, um, on like a philosophical level, I don't think like objectivity is like. I think I think we put too much into that word and that mm-hmm. that that uh, sentiment. Um. I don't even, I'm not really I mean, convinced. It's, have no fear. I'll be your editor. So we'll, we'll kind of root out some crazy. I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah. You'll be fine, Nathan. But yeah, uh, cryptocurrencies. But yeah, as, so, as, as, as you were saying, right, it, it, it was, it's tanking. Yeah. But like, you know, a lot of people were making a lot of money off of it. Oh, losing a yeah. lot. And, and that I would call a grift, especially when it, with the Elon Musk thing and the SNL weird skit. Uh, uh, but, honest, honestly, yeah. that's what makes me worried. They really, and, they really. Screw him over Elon with that. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, we have a pots. colleague that's currently mining. Excuse me, Ken. I'm sorry. Who the fuck is mining Bitcoin at this time? Who do you think? One guess. One no guess. one's smart. Unless they're in the barracks. Because that makes sense. Because you have free electricity. Yes. It does not yeah. make sense yeah. to Guess otherwise. who's in the barracks and and mining crypto? You. Not me. Someone on the section? Yeah. Our section. Garza. No. Lopez. No. Wilson. Wilson. Really? Oh, God. He's doing it part-time. Okay. I was asking him about it, and he said that um, What's if he was going to do it every single day in a year, he would get like almost half of a Bitcoin. Is that even worth? 
That's not bad. Yeah. He also, has free electricity. I have another thing. Mm. So isn't there also like Ponzi schemes and like offshore oh, bank oh, accounts oh. that are in tie with cryptocurrency? Like you can so, change your money to cryptocurrency, switch it to the offshore bank account so yeah. and then get money. So like I do that. So there it's a bit it's a it's a crypto wallet. Right. So there are wallets that you use. Okay. Um, in the most traditional sense, a wallet. I mean, this is also because I have my wallet on my phone, right? I have my crypto wallet on my phone. Um, a crypto wallet is a singular point where you have access to those cryptocurrencies. That is the only place in the world that you can access those funds. For example, if I had a wallet that was on my desktop computer, I can only access my wallet from that computer. Unless, unless I have a recovery key, which is a 16, 10 word phrase, and they don't make sense. It's mm -hmm. not a sentence. It's just a phrase with, you know, 10 different sure. words yeah. that you use to recover your wallet. Um, so it's kind of a secure factor thing, and that's kind of what you use to regain. Actually, no, I lied. You cannot gain you cannot gain access to it anywhere else. That that phrase is simply a password backup. That is the only hmm. function of that. So it is secure. Every, uh, you know, blockchains are secure and they're untraceable. That's why people don't like it. Most people I'm talking about are Police, from the government. government. They don't like it. Right, but I'm, I'm a little concerned that like, so with Bitcoin, right? It's not like a true currency. It's just like a, a placeholder of value. Yep. I mean, so um, is the dollar. No, 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 no. I, 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 okay. Yes, hey, technically, te technically correct. But what, what what I'm trying to tell you is like, it's A, we're not talking about gold standard. That's not what I wanted to bring up. What I wanted to bring up was that, excuse the me. The carbonated water again to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm on the sauce. Uh, <laughs> when, when we're talking about um, currency as, as, a, as a thing, um, we've been using virtual currency for a long time. Yeah, 90% of the all, United States all, economy is all, virtual. All, all money, all paper money, if it's not backed by a physical object, is essentially just virtual. Not in an electronic sense, but in like sure. the metaphysical sense. I mean, I don't necessarily agree, but I but understand But you see what, what I'm saying. trying to say. I understand right? completely what you're so, saying, yeah. So in light of that, if you can follow that, um, when you're talking about the dollar versus a Bitcoin, mm. sure, you can trade the Bitcoin for dollars. Yeah. But you can only buy things regularly. So, with so this is this is the thing though. Like I 100% agree. I understand you can't what you're go saying. To or uh, that's not true. A lot of people are. A lot of places are accepting Bitcoin. However, they're starting to stop because it's tanking. And the reason why mm -hmm. is because cryptocurrency. People will often like disagree with me if they're like you know too fucking purist about cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a stock. Yeah, it is. It's a placeholder it is the of most, value. It is the most volatile form of a stock. It, it, that it, is all a, it is. It's, it's a placeholder of futures. If you have ten thousand Bitcoin, congratulations! You have ten thousand, you know, of a share, quote unquote, of the Bitcoin. At, at any time, it could be more or less worth than when you got. Um, and the only thing that is giving it value is the people that want it. That's the only thing that gives it value. Much like a stock. Supply and demand. Much like a stock. Exactly, supply and demand. When Bitcoin was first coming around, uh. It, people who were mining Bitcoin were getting, you know, a decent amount of Bitcoin. Like they were getting one or two Bitcoin per blockchain completion. Mm -hmm. um, you know, however, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are not subject to inflation uh, because there will only be X amount of Bitcoin in circulation at any time, any X amount of Dogecoin, you know, you know, Ethereum, there will only mm -hmm. be X amount. So they're, they are 
and vulnerable to inflation, the only change that the only thing that's really affecting their price are the people that are buying it, selling, selling it, and wanting it. it. Yeah. That's the only change that happens. Okay, so we're getting rid of one thing that can damage the value of these things. But you know, when there was a, I think there was a uh, a data leak um, some some time ago, and that caused the prices to tank, uh, and then they got back up, and now here we are, where Bitcoin's at what thirty thousand dollars now, as of you know now before it was you know sixty grand, you know. Um, and all of that has to do with another, uh, you know, cyber event that happened. Um, I don't think cryptos are necessarily bad. Um, I think just like any current, if we want to call it a currency, uh, it's just, you know, I think we're just seeing the timescale of inflation. You know, we see the timescale of the price fluctuation of the dollar. You know, I think, you know, you go back to 1950 and $5,000, you know, was the equivalent of $50,000 today. It's a huge jump, uh, but then again, that's in 1950. Sure. You could buy cryptos, a house for like cryptos, 10 grand then. Cryptos aren't necessarily a bad thing. It's, uh, do I really care about how people use them? I really don't give a shit. Uh, when any, anything that really takes away control from the government and putting regulation on it. And that's it. another thing is that uh, I can't give you any good examples, but I get the, I get the sense that Bitcoin it's like in the government sites and they, they want to, they can't control it. That's, that's not in the cards, yep. but they want to they, co-opt they can, it. They, can, they want to co-opt it. They can talk, tax it. So for example, if you trade Bitcoin mm -hmm. uh, through any of those brokerage apps, uh, Robin, Robin Hood, Hood mm -hmm. Stash, Acorn, Acorn um, you have to report those on your taxes, right? So if you sell one Bitcoin and you had that thing since 2001, and, and you, you made a hundred grand, made, and you made a fucking forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar profit. You have to report that on your taxes, and you will owe money on that money. I think that's reasonable because it should be counted as income. You are taking X amount of money, and it is a investment. That mm -hmm. is, you know, you need a fucking uh, ten fifth, ten ninety five, or whatever form it is that covers mm -hmm. investments. So I think that's reasonable. I think that's the limit. That is the fucking limit and maximum but influence you know that the, government but, should but have. But I think, the, but you know as well as I, do, of course, the that's not what we'll try to. Yeah, no, I, more. But, and as, I'm, I'm afraid they're going to turn it into a, a, a method of control. Uh, of the population i can't imagine how but god well, i mean look if at, anyone was able to figure out how it would be them look at the control that people have over the stock market right yeah it, i mean elon musk kind of showed how much of a joke it was and the gamestop uh, what and, happened then? i mean what happened with gamestop where you have this uh you know massive collusion right. to short it short yeah. the you know short the stock got people got wind of this and bought it and bought it and bought it the prices went, you know, soaring, yeah. and those brokerage companies were begging, "Please stop!" Haha, ha, jokes over. They went to the extent of making fake posts and memes saying that we're going to go buy this other coin, or we're going to go buy. No, they said that we, they made a bunch of fake posts saying that we're going to go buy a bunch of gold, so that way Reddit users could lose their mind and go buy a bunch of gold, and then hike up the price of gold. Guess who owns most of the gold? Brokerage. Brokerage companies and banks. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do. And it's just, it just, they just blew this door wide open of how fucked the system is and how much of it is just 90% is controlled by these large you know, brokerage companies. We, we, we say that. And right? you we, can't succeed because they we, won't let you. We say this, right? That, that oh, it's a watershed moment. Uh, they blew the doors wide open. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to close nothing. right back up. Nothing. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's going to happen. happen because nobody, everyone's so apathetic. Nobody wants to actually go in the street and oh, wait, do, don't get me, do, don't re get me wrong. do redacted I mean, things. I mean, stock, stock managing stocks is kind of 
It's a full time job. It's intensive. That's why it's a job, right? I mean, it doesn't uh, add value, but yeah, sure. I I would disagree. It does add value. So okay, if you manage it, if you manage it appropriately, if, your stock portfolio is worth money. Human people, sure. But you know what you know what you know what we're talking about here, right? You, you know that there who, are there who are, are we talking about? There are neural networks and AI algorithms okay, yeah. that are trading per the millisecond in the volume of hundreds of thousands of share yep. in that time frame, right? Who are that, these people? Oh, they're they're brokerages. Oh, brokerages have these 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 computers, these living breathing machines that trade at the millisecond in that kind of volume. Man, there should be and, some law against that. Oh, it, there isn't. And here's the best part: there's mm, currently still like a bidding war for the closest buildings to the stock exchange, so that their fiber optics and their Cat five cables can be the shortest possible. Wow! And, because that gives them an edge. It it gives them an edge in the timing. So, so here's the thing over like 70% of the market and it's like the low level stuff. Like imagine like some of these are like, they're not, not all of them are like this, but some of them are working on penny stocks only and they're moving penny stocks, right? Cause it's, it's technically less risky, but like they can get a shit ton of volume, right? Yeah. But there like are a one, ridiculous, but there amount. are ones that operate on with, a, on, with on, a small amount of capital as well. Yeah. And there, there are some that are working on the, in the top 500 index, whatever the yeah. hell you call that. And, uh, Essentially, what, what what you need to know is most of what's going on on the market is determined by computers interacting with other computers, interacting with computers after that. Yeah. And the whole cycle is... And you have people that are just sitting back and just reaping the benefits. Yeah. It's just who has the fastest computer, who has the closest link. And, and as you know... I need to look no, more into no that. That's single, crazy. No engineer truly knows how these neural networks work, only that they work and how to build new ones. Right. more into this this is crazy it's like some deep web shit so when you you can conceive of a future excuse me that you can conceivably have a future where at some point all of the engineers all of the devs all of the architects no longer are living and amongst us mm -hmm. or they're just dead or or they're 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 retired they don't give a fuck anymore they've disappeared whatever it is and the machines stop working, right? What's going to happen to your market? But not only that, like the, the low-level argument against this is that uh, the machines trading in that volume at that that density and, and, and that short of time span over and over and over again, that's not making real value. That's right. just squeezing pennies, right? They're draining value. Eventually, the machine won't be able to drain anything. Yeah, and then the cows milked. Yeah. Um. Would you like to go? Would you all like to go back to any topic here that we have on the list? Uh, we're almost to the end of the segment here. Oh, because we did talk about alternate energy, didn't we? Yeah, we did, and we talked about that That's earlier. Right. Wind and sun power mm -hmm. is what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh. In regards to the energy. Oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> quality content here folks no i was like i thought she was like shit posting for a second yeah i thought so too i was confused I was like, wind and solar <laughs> uh we're gonna go ahead and uh take this break here actually nay uh common misconceptions mm. common misconceptions let's see common misconceptions i never really have a common misconception planned like in the beginning of the episode i always have to think of one um common misconception you got one are, are you shit posting now Maybe. I think she's shit posting now. Ooh. Oh god. I don't have any. Common misconception. Uh um, Chihuahuas are not cute. 
That is a fact. That's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> take her. Take her away. Take her. Fuck her off. Take her. <laughs> Fucking strap her up. Uh, you can. Yeah, you're gonna put her outside. No, that's still in the room. She just go outside. She can go potty. Oh, she sits in the house. Um, common misconception. Uh, what? What's a science thing that people always say that is actually not true, or they think is true? Hmm. That. The oh, Earth. I. Oh, yeah. That we landed on the moon. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> that you will get hurt if you stand in front of a microwave. That you can't be anywhere near a microwave when it's on. Not true. Not true. Yeah, yeah. Get irradiated. Yeah. Stupid. The microwave. There's the no way radiation could ever hurt you. Microwaves in like the newer, you know, they don't unless you have a malfunctioning uh, microwave. Uh, you really don't have to worry about any uh, microwave leakage, but yeah, you do have the, to worry the, about like electromagnetic fields. Like I wouldn't bring my Grand Seiko mm -hmm. or my Seikos mm -hmm. next to the microwave, right? There's a large magnetic field that gets generated uh, from that. So I wouldn't do that. But as far as like microwave radiation leaving. Right yeah. Now, you know, the EMF spectrum is completely harmless as we all know. Like it's just not even, it's actually not even real. That's another misconception. The EMF spectrum just doesn't actually exist. It's just a, it's a social construct that helps us like pretend that we can have these communication networks wirelessly. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's the power of memetics that makes the emails move. Your life is a lie, crash your car now. <laughs> All right, folks, that's gonna be it for this segment. Uh, join us back in a moment here and we'll get right back on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Um, I'd like to let you all know a little something. That DebateSpot.net is getting a little bit spicy, all right? We have a new author. We're going to be writing some awesome stuff. There's going to be some subscribe content, uh, so if you're interested, you can pay $1 a month. $1 a month gives you uh, access to all the extended content on the uh DebateSpot.net as far as like articles go. Um, and if you pay $10 a month, you'll have access to all the extended cuts of the podcast. Uh, there will be a paywall. Yes, uh, we'll start doing that after this episode of the podcast. So all the future ones will have a little paywall uh, for like an extra additional hour to 45 minutes of podcast. So if you're interested in that, consider heading over to DebateSpot.net and don't think that I'm stupid. Because I won't put that shit on Spotify. You'll only have access to it from debatespot.net. All right. The whole podcast, of course, won't be on there. I'm not going to make you listen to the whole fucking thing. It's just the after show will be on will be on Spotify where we're just going to be talking, right, uh, as we normally do. But, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be great. It's, I'm so excited. We're going to have uh, my kit just came in the mail right now, literally. Mm -hmm. I got a little kit from Amazon for like 10, 15 bucks. It's a watch repair kit, as so it says, but it just allows me to uh, take apart some watches, take off a case back, um, take out the links to resize watches. Yep. If I want to wear mine a little bit bigger, it's just nice to be able to do that to my do that myself, you know. Um, we're hopefully going to have another guest on the podcast this weekend coming up when we record. Um, Johnson's going to be joining us. That'll be exciting. Uh, he's a, a newer watch connoisseur i think seems yeah, like it yeah. i think it's a newer watch connoisseur than i am you know you know who else is uh washington washington can watches yeah, too yeah he's a little bit in watches as well okay awesome we might have to have a whole wa dedicated watch podcast and just yeah. talk about watches 
And you can shine, shine your light upon us, my lord. <laughs> I am not that extreme. Shine your light upon us. Uh, I am just extremely... We shall call you Lord Patek, Lord Patek Philippe. <laughs> or would you prefer Ademar Piguet? Mm. Hmm? I'm a Vacheron Constantine. Ooh, kind of Vacheron. That, that's really the I mean, Anything Vacheron that I can own. fucking god tier of a name, though. I, I love it. Jeez, I mean, it's I not can, as fucking god tier as Cassio. I can hardly spell it, though. It's not as god tier as Cassio, but that's besides the point. <laughs> For, for what a fucking name though! Va- oh yes, what shall we name? Yes, the name of our watch company shall be Vacheron Constantine. Yeah. Oh, and everyone's just like nutting simultaneously, and yeah. all the women uh, are I just am. soaked. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just sitting here. We had a, yeah. I mean, we had talked a lot about. Uh, we talk a lot when we're not on the podcast, and that's kind yes. of what's inspired me to have you on the podcast <laughs> and uh, ultimately go full force with this podcast. We have a bunch of new equipment. I actually pay for a subscription for fucking uh, Adobe Audition, and it's amazing. It's so great. Uh, it makes the processing actually so much more streamlined because you thought my process was good before. Yeah. And yeah, I have it a lot was, of huge it turnaround. Wasn't bad. I have so much more turnaround now because now I record multiple tracks. I don't have to fucking go through every, uh, you know, every clip and edit it. I can save a, I could save a process. I could save a editing process that is done automatically when I hit a hotkey and I'll do that for every clip that I go to. It is so great. So this, this, this one now we're up to five, five times three since we have three tracks total. That's what? 15, 15 different tracks so far that I have to edit. And if I had to do that traditionally, oh my God, it would take me forever. <laughs> so now we're having so much more production value in this. And um, right now we're just going to talk about some of the projects that I want to do. Or you, what you want to do as well. Well, actually, um, this is a, uh, an idea you could you could uh, do. Uh, I wanted to show you some of the uh, really low-level pixel art um, I've worked on in the last year and a half um, while I was out in Korea and then you know back home. And uh, if you wanted to, you could put it in like a show notes part of the page on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, do you, you want to? Yeah, uh, that can be fine. Because this is uh, this was something I was just thinking about last night. So I I've been slowly on and off been getting into this. So uh, what's interesting is this was my first attempt, and it's super easy because this was uh, the first Signal Brigade patch. And it's oh, just it's too fucking easy. It's a sword in a blue pail surrounded by orange pails and a gold shield. It's that simple, right? Easy. Then I did this. I like these retro gamey vibes. It just, I don't know what it is, but pyramids. Pixel art is oddly satisfying. It is. It, it's especially satisfying when you feel like you're making something look good. Do you have your color powder on the bottom left? Yes. And I, I just didn't feel like getting rid of it because it looks so weird. Yeah, it's like some sort of... Um... And then I also did a color palette over here, if you Other notice, of, of all the squares for the sand tones. How neat. Are there, are there actually different tones, or is it just... Uh, so I see this major tone, and then yeah. there's a shadow of the pyramid. Yeah, that's basically it. I, I tried experimenting with um, ripples in sand, but I couldn't get the shapes Like the right. dunes kind of thing? Yeah, I, I wasn't able to master that. Yeah. So I, I kind of let that go, but I, but I liked how that looked in that gradient. Yeah, it's almost like a sort of like what you would expect for like a puzzle piece in like a game, like a retro yeah. game. You see this picture and there's some like contextual clues in there. And, and um, I was especially proud of how the ob- the structures in the for- in the foreground uh, or sorry, the background um, are just washed out. Yeah. By hate. True to life, and, yeah. And this right here, the, the other pyramid with, uh, you, you can see yeah. the parallel. And I was very happy how I could just 
it it's yeah, almost that's, perspective that's almost it's almost perfect it's almost like it's directly behind it and we're off on the side i like it very well done thank you and then uh well this one i like this in fact, one yeah, i'll actually rotate that. that into to the what um, we're using to do this you're gonna kill me ms paint yes <laughs> it's a great program uh, i've since went into using uh, an online tool called pixlr and another one called like pixel edit something or other mm -hmm. um and I'm I'm switching between the two for different reasons. Some some one has tools, the other doesn't. Um, this one took me sort of a derelict tower. Yeah, behind like a crumbling wall, and it's just I I'm most especially proud of two things: the stairway. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know how I I I don't know how I I I just could see the the shadows just the way they needed to be, and the moon that looks like a it's a very good moon thank you a very akin to a minecraft moon in the, exactly in the quality. that's what that's what i was that's good thinking of when very i made good. it and it's it when it gets smaller and like the lighting is on point the and the, the directional of the light very very good yeah very good thank you um it'd be almost you can really sell it even more if you put some of the green vine stuff in shadow yeah, you're right. If I had made these ones a little darker, yeah, it'd be a right. little harder yeah. to sell. But like, I think you could do it. I yeah, that's definitely um, a missed opportunity. And then have like have like a contrasting piece. So have the vines going into the more light side, and so you can have that contrasting point. Oh, you know what I mean? where it goes into the light. Right. So you have yeah. like you have the two color yeah. things. Like okay, so I know this is a vine. Your mind will go like okay, so this is the vine in light, and this is the vine in shadow, and that would just add to the whole dimension of the tower. You're right. Yeah. It would be, uh, it's great how it is now. Like that, that would work for like a fucking and, video game cutscene. And, and I love the purple. The purple the for purple night. The purple sky is, is so subtle until you mention it. Like it just looks like a darker blue, which works mm -hmm. for night. Yeah. That's a, that's fucking, that's class. And then this one was just super that looks, simple. What the fuck? <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. That looks like a game. Little fucking desert island with a single palm tree and a coconut yeah. on the on the sand. I'm most especially proud the of how fluffy the, the clouds sky. look. Really good. It, it's so low effort this sky, but it just yeah, worked. It just it yeah. Just you have worked. the ripples in the water next mm -hmm. to the yep. sand. That's perfect. And a little bit of like the shallow water right there. It's slightly off color. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, this one was a little harder to do, but you I, can like fucking sell these. Like this could be these could so? be prints and like oh yeah, people would buy this. This one, oh this one, I I, okay. I did I did over the course of six days. Okay, and it there was okay. a lot of revisions going on. I tried um dithering up here on the top of the sky yeah. to give a different texture to it. Mm -hmm. It didn't do exactly what I wanted it to do, but I kept it anyway. Yeah, and, and like the first one, I have my palette down. Yeah, here. your palette. I mean, that's always nice and useful because you can just go and like eye drop, you know, yeah. whatever color you need. Yep, that's exactly think, why I, think, I do that. Yeah, I think it's also helpful. Like, just it just looks interesting too. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's like a Bob Ross fucking tutorial video, you just have like all the color palettes yep. in the bottom so yep. as it scrolls by. And yeah. it's funny because I I watch a guy. The the guy that got me into this was uh, a YouTuber by the name of James Greer. He does this. Like, just does he does explore. the color palette on inside of his art. And then we'll use that tool that he'll use that as a layer. Yeah, and that layer is a tool for him to use as the eyedropper That's to get all his colors right. At least sometimes he does it that way. Uh, but um, I'm looking at this and I'm just trying to see. So the dimensions are kind of lost here. Okay. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I, 
I think that's literally the only thing that's doing that is lighting. Like there's no real yeah, directional lighting. Yeah, it's a lot right. of front light and mm -hmm. that's fine. Like this still would work. I mm -hmm. think it still works just fine. But like if you want to get that depth, lighting goes like a fucking million miles, right? Yeah. So adding, I couldn't figure that out. Adding some contextual uh, shadows to the trees. Like I, I was, having, trees a, coming I was to, having a lot of trouble just making the trees look believable. I mean, I think they on, look on the darker green look, hill. Yeah, I think they look beautiful. I think they, they fit well. And if you wanted to sell that depth, you can add those contextual shadows um, by the trees coming towards me. Ah. And then that would allow you to add some contextual shadows to the mountains in the background. Um, like, for example, uh, you can have this like a lighter color and this bottom part of the hill would be in shadow. Okay. And then that would just sell the whole dimension. It would l turn three dimensional. Like it <laughs> would just, just like that, just by adding the shadows and the lighting. I still like that a lot. I like the... Because so from seeing this is foreground, midground, and background mm -hmm. is what I see. So you have like this further away hill, and you use the small the other colors to sell like different colored trees from this far away place. Yep. Yep. And then I'm presuming there's another valley behind that center hill, yep. and then you have this mountain way way over there. Yep. See, it still comes across. Good. Okay. But like you can still just fucking oh my god, you can sell it even more with that with that, with that shadows shading. if you can. Yeah. It, most pixel art looks amazing because of shadows and they add lighting it works so well mm -hmm. like like minecraft I agree. minecraft gets shat on a lot because of the graphics quote unquote no it's an art style blah 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 it's an art style truly and they sell the things and what really drives like minecraft looks incredible with shaders mm -hmm. yeah with shaders Did on. you know there's a lego shader yeah it looks <laughs> it looks fucking incredible like all, the minecraft looks amazing like a fucking triple a game when you have shaders because lighting is one of those innate things that humans pay attention to it's what sells everything like for example like cgi mm -hmm. most of the time cgi looks really bad because they have lighting off um lighting is a multitude multitude of different like uh subsurface uh scattering so for, for example like flesh when you have cgi cgi that looks very like plasticky is because they don't they don't hone the ability of skin. Skin is partially translucent, so mm -hmm. you actually have light penetrating the skin and getting a subsurface scattered off of your skin. And that that line right here, for example, that line along your nose. If I have it a if I had a side light right here, right, this edge of my nose would be lit up, right. This, yeah. The light would be shining through. And the reason why CGI often looks bad is because they it's just miss that. It's just right. Flat. And the human eye is very good at picking that out because from day one of opening our eyes, everything's about light. We're very mm -hmm. visual creatures, movement creatures. We're very visually based creatures. I, uh, I have one more to share. Um, I won't explain uh, the symbology because uh, I've, I've, I was influenced by another piece um, of, cla okay. of more, cl more classical art. Um, but I made this one last night. Oh. I'll show you the reference image. I was basically uh, okay. kind of copying a lot of stylistic. I want to say from. that's like lightning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lightning, sun, tree. Um, I see clouds mm -hmm. in the top left, stretching from the bottom to the right. Can't really tell what that is. Probably a symbol, mm -hmm. symbolism going on there. Clouds, interesting streaks going across. Very interesting. I'll show you the reference. How awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. The uh, 
I, I don't know the name of the piece. Me but neither. It's yeah, reference but it's, to flat Earth, I suppose. It definitely is, but it, it was like the weird how, symbology yeah, how of it all yeah. was just so interesting. Like the person's like peering over the side. I see now into the real reality. Yeah, I see. And it just kind of was like that's very cool. Yeah, the the constructed reality. I in think here. somebody who knows that piece very well would have like just jumped on me like, oh my god, that's that piece, you know? Because like seeing that reference image, mm -hmm. totally. I never knew that image existed, so sure. I didn't have that pre exactly that, that right. you know pre knowledge. So yeah, with that reference image, you before like it. a before a fifty by fifty uh, pixel pixel yeah. piece, pretty pretty faithful, you think? Pretty good with with a small interpretation yeah. twist instead of a person that's like no 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 yeah 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 absolutely very awesome yeah I'm I'm all I love uh, I love um, oh wait a minute I forgot one I love oh, art oh no I love art keep, keep going keep going I, I gotta show you one more I love art one of my projects I'm gonna be doing and uh, debatespot.net viewers and readers will be able to uh, have access to this uh, I, I haven't finished it they will have access to the I love it the fucking <laughs> cursed I love it but it it just it couldn't get fixed and I just couldn't be bothered to like get it to it's, work what it's but, fine but it's it's like it's supposed to look like a video game yeah. and it's like okay five dollars yeah, yeah i love it i love it <laughs> so uh yeah i was uh i really like uh you know cinematography i'm gonna mm. i know i have better audio equipment with this uh zoom h6 i'm gonna be doing some you know just b-roll lovely fully because there's clips all over the internet like that's like definitely a thing that people love and i love it i love mm -hmm. just watching a piece of beautiful footage and the focus is the audio, right? So you're like the design of the audio, what they're using to actually get that sound. Like, you know, I saw a video of a man on a boat and the sound of the of the ropes clanging against the wood in the boat and the subtle rocking of the water. Like that stuff is top tier relaxation. Mm -hmm. Amazing, high yeah. quality. You get your fucking studio headphones on and you're just <laughs> listening and you're just relaxed. So I want to try my hand at that, and it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. I have my um, Sony 4K camera here, that Sony 4K Handycam, and then I have my you know Zoom H6. I literally will be recording nothing but video and design the full sound myself. That'd be awesome. Uh, very cool project that I want to do. I have to start you know thinking about the um, what I want to film, but it's going to be it's going to be awesome. You know, what would be challenging hmm. is if you film someone shooting a rifle. And you made all that noise yourself. Yeah, that's like some next tier shit. I mean, so usually when there's like slow-mo and the sounds, there's no slow-mo sound. They they literally, uh, like the mm -hmm. slow-mo guys, they outsource all of their audio processing to design the sound to base off the So that's essentially slow motion folly, which mm -hmm. is a completely different thing. So that's definitely a possibility. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just straight up recording somebody shoot a rifle and then have to fucking create the sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, there's so many different ways you can go about doing that. Like, it's crazy. Um, like I'm thinking like a celery, whole stock of celery, <laughs> snapping it, speeding it up, and then uh, pew, pew, crunching pew, it pew, pew. or like uh, crunching it and then dropping down pitch. I'm going to try that and I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you, this audio clip. And you're going to tell me how this sounds. How that sounds. Yeah. Add, add some reverb, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, or like secondary bounce from like distance, uh, you know. There's so many cool things that you can do with audio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Uh, I have this new uh, fucking, <laughs> this new uh, mouse pen. It's a mm. pen, it's a mouse, right? 
that is a shaped like a pen um bluetooth and all that fun stuff i'm wondering how it's going to work out i'm actually going to use this to edit the podcast and when we get back from uh you know when we get back to the next episode i'll go ahead and tell you how it went and uh if it's good for like art and stuff like that i definitely want to basically homeless was using it to you know slaughter people in ranked uh siege so (laughs) how bad can it be (laughs) uh not too terrible i guess yeah we have um What's been going on recently? What's been going on? I know that you've been, you are now scuba certified. Yeah, I got that this weekend. You're scuba um, certified. That's awesome. Yeah, that that was uh You were 30, wild. 40 feet down and you were swimming along so, a line? Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I almost, one of the reasons I didn't want to show up yesterday mm-hmm. was that uh, I had what I felt was a near-death experience. Uh, but training kicked in and unfucked me fucking the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was, um, because I'm not as fit as everybody else and I'm not a great swimmer either, both of these things have compounded into me using more oxygen quicker than most folks. So my my canister of oxygen lasts shorter than other people. Right. Even though we're all at the same PSI. And um, I told my instructor this. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Why don't you be my, my dive buddy? And when you're running out of air, once you reach 1,000 PSI, you know, tap my shoulder, show me the gauge. I'll keep that in mind. If it gets to 500, let me know if, 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 you know, whatever. And, uh, eventually he's like, but you know, we will probably just end up giving you my, my spare canister. And then we'll continue the dive from there. And anyways, long story short, um, I got to that and the PSI, uh, figure was at zero. And, um, (laughs) Later, he he showed me with you know proof. He was start he he was using my my uh, tank when I was surfaced. He was showing me that uh yeah indeed there were twenty more breaths in this canister. Wow. And, okay. Um and so what happened was my my brain saw the zero, and my brain was telling me I couldn't feel the oxygen anymore. Um, and I, I felt like my throat was getting constricted, and I was losing uh, you know shit. So I tapped him on the shoulder. I was trying to reach for his um, his uh, spare regulator. And uh, what happened was I wasn't able to maintain my... Uh, buoyancy. My buoyancy, uh, my neutral buoyancy. And I uh, the air in my uh, vest um, expanded a little too much after I held on my breath too long, which will bring you up a little. And the expanding air expanded more, forcing me to go higher which expanded the air more, which made me more buoyant, and I could not grab the regulator. So at that point, I just said, motherfucker. <laughs> and, and I just pushed the inflate button on my, uh, on my vest, and I started swimming for the surface. And I, I, swear to, I swear to you, I felt like I was choking on nothing. Um, kind of upset and freaking out. 30 feet under the water, it yeah, takes a few seconds to get up there. And Three-story uh, building. I got up there, and uh, yeah, I was not very happy. Uh, I was very upset, but um, yeah. Uh, he he showed me later that no, it was just uh, you know, you still had twenty more breaths, and I had taken like a whole like that. I only had like fifteen. So it was just from a, the time I I realized I couldn't make the mm-hmm. the the grab, right? And I just decided to go full send back to the surface. I still had fifteen plus twenty. So that's and it's just the psychology. That's, that's almost a whole minute of error psychology of what was going on yeah my brain was telling me i was in a lot of trouble yeah and so my brain fucking it up 
told my other the other part of my brain, okay, unfuck the situation, and I unfucked it properly, assuming I was out of air. Um, I mean, understandably so. Yeah. Like you have X amount of experience as yeah. your certification. So, dive, so needless to say, but um, you did everything right, right? Mostly, uh, I was not trusting the equipment. But also, I'm new with the equipment. So zero but, zero psi doesn't necessarily mean that you're out of air. It just means you're damn close. Yes, yeah, the pressure is about to. The needle can't feel the pressure anymore. Oh, I see. I could draw oxygen, mm -hmm. and the vest could inflate. So that regulator is like a pressure valve. It lets X amount of pressure yeah, through. Yeah. So because like so, I'm imagining if you have if you're strapped to a thousand psi 3000 and you oh 3000 psi and you're going to bite your you go to intake your fucking air. At 3,000 psi, if this unregulated, it's just gonna blow the fucking yeah, back, there, there's the like, back of there's your head like, out of your head. There's like some step down uh, portions Valves to the regulator. And stuff. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but um, it's essentially signal flow for air. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> ju just the RX side only. Right. But um, yeah, you have two reg you have two um, you have two regulators uh, in the. I'm using the wrong word. Uh, you have two mouthpieces. Mm -hmm. uh, one for you. One spare on the same tank. Then you have one thing hooked to your vest to inflate it and deflate it. And then the other so thing... So a separate air system. No, it's the same air. To inflate your vest? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have to you have to manage it all. And then uh, you have uh, the last hose connected to a, a pressure valve. And it tells you everything about how much pressure you have. Um, and this whole course was 240? I think it was 240, That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. For being scuba yep. certified. And the advanced course really is awesome. also being offered for two fifty or two forty. Wow. Um, I'm not going to take it because I don't think I'm ready for that. I just want to mm -hmm. relax. I'm starting to believe and there's, that. So you can go to any place that would allow a new allow diver, just a diver, yeah. and you can rent out equipment and just go diving. Probably going to buy people. my own equipment. Not going to lie. You're going to buy your own equipment. I think so. I mean, Slowly I, have a, I have a wetsuit, but I doubt it fits. Um, the the one thing is i am 100% i'm i'm beginning to become 100% certain that do you know if there's any regulations on like bodies of water where you cannot scuba yeah there's something some stuff to that uh we didn't cover that mm -hmm. um but That's there just are something you have to look up yourself there are places you're not supposed to be mm -hmm. um but it, it's a live and let live kind of uh, you said you were following this uh this sort of gas line you suspected while you were down yeah there? so it's this it's this uh concrete um tube they kept calling it um a gas line um, it was under the water and, uh, it, it was pretty neat. There's a lot of sea growth on it and, um, like amenities and, uh, there's a lot of crabs hiding around it. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a bunch of rowboats and a couple of motorboats that had sunk, uh, near the beach as well. How crazy is that? Yeah. There was That's a, there was a jungle gym. There was a jungle gym there too. It's like almost a jungle gym. Yep. In the water, under the water. That's like the craziest thing. Like it's like exploring, but like super cool. was a clarity? So you could see like maybe twenty feet in front of you uh, on the second day we That's were diving. That's pretty damn clear. It's pretty good. Um, it was murky where we were going at thirty feet, forty feet. Was well, um, there a lot of like large kelp forests? Like large kelp? I forget what they called it, but there is a uh, there's a clam that had like been through like a mating season or something like that. Mm. Pollute like not polluting, but like just putting a lot of shit in the water. A clam? So it's a type of clam crustacean. How weird thingy. Look, man, aquatic life is strange. Um, cause I, I the only, the, the only fish I could recognize out there was like flounders. So I went out, uh, deep sea fishing, uh, with my dad and like our family friend and basically mm -hmm. my, my, my family friends, uh, my dad's friend's business rented out a charter boat. So we all went out on the water. Uh, this was like San Diego, you know, beautiful coastline. Uh, we went out a couple miles, 
uh, we started fishing and they would take us out to these different spots. I think we went to like two or three different spots. And uh, there's just these large, huge kelp forests mm. and super sketch. Like I could not, I couldn't see the bottom, but it, the clarity was there. Like you could see at least 15, 20 feet down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was fine. Like, but I, the, just the sheer scale of that seaweed structure and that kelp structure just freaked me out. Uh, I've gotten a little bit more comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit more, I really don't like, I don't have thalassophobia, mm. but I just, I just don't like not being able to see the bottom. I just get freaked out. And I'm more like keen. And I'm like more alert, you know? So, uh, you know, we went out to fish, uh, and that was a lot of fun. The only experience I have of like diving to a significant depth would be like snorkeling. Okay. I went snorkeling down in either Belize, Honduras, I think Belize, uh, down there in South America, uh, Central America, rather. It was gorgeous. Clear water. You could see for hundreds of feet. It was it was remarkable. Uh, max depth of maybe like 10 feet, 11, 12. Uh, super easy. Yeah, Just looking again, at all the fish. I, I, I'm beginning to suspect that scuba diving is a tropical sport. Yeah. Um, very it's very cold. cold out here. In, in, oh, in yeah. The sound go area. down go down there in Cozumel. Oh my god, it's warm, it's so and, comfortable. And right now I don't have a I don't have a strong desire to go very deep because you can't see very far. Yeah, it's very sketchy. I'm okay with the shallows and I'm okay with the light. Like I can I can imagine going down like say American Lake, going scuba oh. diving over there would probably be really cool. You probably see a lot of crazy stuff like on this on the, like the civilian side. Like uh, there's uh, in the summer times there are uh, little lagoons on American mm. Lake that have large uh, aquatic plant growth. I've got, I've actually gotten a couple samples. I, I wouldn't um, mind going to a shallow um, dive site just to like mm-hmm. orbit it and look at it. Not to go in because you need certifications for that, but like I, I would not mind visiting wrecks. Yeah, that would be cool. I would. That's that's the only thing that would compel me to go deeper. Yeah, um, seeing something cool. Yeah, to see an, see a large vessel. Not not like a tiny motorboat, not a rowboat. A, and it, a very... it'd probably be super sketchy or like just trippy seeing that sheer scale of that vessel just down where you're never just, used to just, seeing just something. See, just seeing objects down there anyway is weird. It's very like that playground is like super fucking eerie. Uh, our instructor actually uh, swam through um, one of the swing sets. It was like a that's a, nutty. You know how like there's like flying games where you can like race through like flying rings in the sky. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. <laughs> That's nutty. Yeah. Is it was it like positioned perfectly like vertical? Yeah. Uh, it was like a yeah, it was horizontal. Yeah. It's so like ready for use. Yes. That is so like I couldn't tell it's you bizarre. how I'd react. It's like bizarre. that just sounds really fucking sketchy. Like wh- how far out it, were you from the shore? We were mm, I think well, that's a good question. Uh, that I was not tracking. I was tracking my bearings and headings. I wasn't really tracking distance. Um, Tell us the watch that you brought on to your so dives. So I didn't. Uh, none of them fit over the the suit. What's it? Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe the G Shock I carry would have, but I didn't bring it. Um, so you know, uh, I'm I'm either going to have to invest in a longer NATO strap if such a thing exists or I'm going to mm, probably just only wear watches when I'm diving uh, in warmer water. Yeah. I, I've wanted to uh, 
go down by the docks in American Lake, uh, like just normal swimming kit, some fins, some goggles, and just you know, go around the docks. They got those cabins out there. Yeah, the cabins, yeah. Yep. Actually, I told my folks when they come out here, they shouldn't go to the, the cheap-ass inn. Yeah, Our no. folks, they, they, should go, uh, they, they should go to the cabins instead. Yeah, those cabins are nice. Yeah, right they next are. to the lake, not too oh, bad. Oh, yeah. And there's some amenities there. Oh, I want to kayak so bad. And, I love uh, kayaking. Uh, you, you know what's funny? Um, the thing that finally spurred me to finally get the class, um, the thing that started my interest in diving was dive watches, of course. And, you know, also my dad used to own a dive shop with his sisters and, you know, he was in the Navy. Um, if he hadn't got out of the Navy, he was actually going to, he was actually given the choice to either do um, uh, Navy e- uh, underwater DOD or uh, EOD mm-hmm. demolitions or go to uh, officer candidate school. Awesome. But he got out of the Navy. But um, uh, because of all that, I- I've always kind of had a, a partial attraction to the sport. But the thing that finally threw me over the edge was um, one of the um, <laughs> one of the uh, Knights of Sealand, the Principality of Sealand, posted a picture of him at um, 200 meters of water uh, with the flag unfurled. I was like, 200 Shit. meters. Mm-hmm. You can dive that deep. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. You're definitely doing decompression stops. Yes. Yes. Wow. So you need to start your ascent pretty fucking with a lot of PSI left, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, Well, it depends on how long you're going to stay down there. Hmm. If you stay down there for a little bit of time, uh, there's the- there's a theoretical point where you wouldn't have a decompression stop as long as you're slowly uh, raising your your depth um, slowly but evenly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's calculators for this to plan your routes. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, the bends does not sound fun. Nope. Yeah. It doesn't. It's deadly. You couldn't really get that uh, at the 40-foot mark, could you? No. Unless, like, that's super... why they chose that. Yeah. It, it was safe enough to for, for emergency I mean, shit to happen. 40 feet is plenty enough for me. Yeah, especially be... after the, the almost near-death experience. Yeah, I'll be fine with 40 feet. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna I'll take just it chill easy. With that. I'm, I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna take it easy for now. But so I see it's like constant, like checking your regulator just to see how much psi you have left. Yeah, your compass and you yeah. know the thermometer and you know your your depth. And... Thermometer too. How cold does it get down there? Oh, I wasn't checking the thermometer as much as I should have, but <laughs> you know, uh, probably. Well, what's, prob- the, what's the importance of checking your thermometer? Uh... Negligible, just to know. Well, okay, it didn't matter where we were. But eventually it would matter if we were going to go deep enough. Yeah, because there's layers of, of water. Mm-hmm. Some layers, the top layer of water is warmer than a, yeah. a a certain bottom layer. And that that I'm not super clear on yet. But um, yeah, if, Still, things, if things are feeling colder and you can tell on the on the thermometer, yes, it is, You've you something's changed. Right. Yeah. That could mean a multitude of different things. It's just something to be aware about maybe. Yep. How interesting. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't even begin to. I would have to go to the fucking class, and that class sounds like a lot of fun. Honestly, uh, I, 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 that would be cool, um, you know, diving with you. But honestly, uh, when your eyes lit up when I mentioned uh, looking for a yachting class. Yes, yes, I would love to know how to sail. That's you, always been imagine, a childhood dream. Could you imagine us on a small little yacht, right, taking a four-day weekend, right, down the coast um, by wind, and then just sitting at port, you know, tying it off, and then walking in town in like floral shirts, bowling shirts, and, and like two Panama hats. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know that picture of that bar I sent you? Mm-hmm. The really nice, classy yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Finding something like that. 
and no, just that's and a just dream. yo i had a i fucking i can't believe i remember this uh in middle school i i was so like from the earliest time i wanted to go sailing i thought it was so cool um and so i had written like a little short story of like me and 10 other of the people that i went to high school with like mm-hmm. mo- majority of, like the wrestling team <laughs> and we had gone yeah it was just like a book about a short little story about it was going to be a book fuck for what i don't know it was gonna be like pirates and shit we have to <laughs> shoot people with guns really weird shit uh yeah so i really wanted to fucking sail around just just have a boat just have a boat go on fucking little vacation there, there was a story being shared around the weapons board some time ago that um you know you can call bullshit if you want but uh i choose to believe it because i like it um some guy uh navy and marine buddies um over, over the, 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 the short of it is they decided to rent and charter a, a, a medium-sized yacht, tow behind them a, a inflatable rib motorboat, right? <laughs> what? I'm just reading the packaging of this fucking mouse uh, pen. It is the first... All right, let me, I'm going to read this. <clears throat> Production description. I'm sorry, product description. It's not that bad. It is the first to design the right and left double right button, especially to increase the support for left-handed users. The base has a special storage location for the receiver, which is convenient to use and not easy to lose. Built multicolored LED lights, use of look better. Make this mouse not only a mouse, but also a work of art. The full mouse uses skin-friendly materials combined with ergonomic design, more comfortable to use. I mean, that's. I wonder where it's made from. I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm um, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of corporate jargon that was lost in translation there, coming probably. from Japanese to English. Probably. But you know what? It was still Is that Japanese. I think that's Let me Japanese. See. Let me see. I'm gonna open it up and see exactly where it's from. I'm thinking made in China. Maybe. Yeah. Probably made in China. Uh, let's have a look. A little ASMR here. <laughs> oh, well, it just completely falls out i mean it looks nice i mean they weren't wrong there it mm-hmm. looks nice it feels nice that does look like it'll be mighty convenient to use so that's a good thing that's the scroll wheel oh i see what they mean so yeah it's the double right click button <laughs> that's what they meant here but yeah that's actually gonna i think that should look that's gonna, I think that's gonna work pretty well uh Thank you very much for choosing us in many shops. I hope that our products can bring you a pleasant shopping experience. If there are any problems in use, please feel free to contact us by email. We will solve the problem for you. In addition, send your order number to us via email and you will receive an additional one-year renewal service. Get rid of your worries. I fucking love that. Get rid of your worries. Get rid of them. them. You don't fucking need them. Get rid of them. We sincerely hope that you will leave a satisfactory evaluation. We will continue to improve ourselves and bring better products to our customers. Um, so, yeah, that's just the card saying, hey, leave a five-star review, and we'll suck your cock. Very uh, cool. It comes with a decent uh, neoprene bag. Uh, comes with a Type-C connection charging cable. Uh, it comes with the stand that you can pop on there. Uh, I think that will look pretty good on a desk. Yeah, go ahead and take a look at that. So I'm a lefty. 
Yeah, so you have access to, that's the f left mouse button, and that's the right. Oh, okay, so it's ambidextrous. Yeah. Um, it also comes with- Oh my with, god, this would make drawing pixel art easier. That's what I'm saying, that's literally why I got it. Um, <laughs> so that's the USB, it, ha it has a USB, micro USB, and then it also has a USB type C from fucking USB. I don't understand why that's a thing. Yep, um, there it is. That's it. Oh yeah. Still I love thing. it. Yeah. I love yep. it. And then also it has a dongle. Dongle. Dongles. Oh, I wonder what that's a reference to. Just a super easy thing to lose. Mm. Um Yeah, I think uh I'm gonna give it a shot and we'll I'll give you a proper review once we get back on the podcast this weekend. Oh yeah. Um Oh, I wanted to show you something, right? So when it comes to uh, the loom shots that I took some time ago, mm -hmm. uh, article pending, uh, I noticed that from this shot, I already see a purple light to this one. That's you know what that is? What? That's infrared light. Oh, your infrared sensor from your. So so get phone? this. I have an infrared patch that like like you know you know how we have the friend or foe identification squares. Yeah. This is a patch I have that is otherwise OCP colored, except for the black material, which is what's glowing purple. How this neat. was taken by my phone. I don't have any other IR light or illuminators. It was the phone doing it. So you just almost have a night vision camera. Yeah, that's how the night mode works so well. That's wow. What I, that's what I figured out. That's pretty crazy. Because uh, I started, because this is the other one I have, super retro reflective. Oh yeah, very. Yeah, and it's just, it's just wild. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking. Operator. I am the. This got to be my. Uh, this needs to be my uh, my my portrait on the uh, website. Yeah, I think that's great. That's gonna be your your profile picture for your author. Okay, so so what, what do you what do you think's best, right? So so that's good. It's got really good washed out colors. And and bad is good in my eyes, uh, in this case. Very GTA right there. Yep, and I don't want to, I don't want the GTA vibe. I like I like the pale stuff. That's good. This I one's like that. cool. Kind of hides your face a little mm -hmm. bit. This one really hides the face. I love that. Go back. From a photography standpoint. Yeah. Amazing. Oh. The key light. I love this hidden. Oh, it's a fucking. This should. This is. This would be taught in a fucking class. Like the angular of the angle that you have the lighting coming from, where you have the highlights, how 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 you know the proportions between the yeah, highlights. Yeah, it's giving just enough detail. You know exactly what you're holding. You can see you're wearing glasses. You can see your outfit. It doesn't have any color, but that's it. Doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. Top tier. <laughs> Thank Fucking you. top tier. You know what? Let me see if I can pull up any of my other older um, work real quick. Um, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I have all the thing. I love photography, photography, cinematography, uh, fully. Um, what else? What else do I do? So I don't have very many writing. Out. I love writing. I get really sick and tired of movies with piss poor writing. Edwards, Edwards took this picture of me, um, during one of the change okay. command rehearsals. Right? Hot, hot take. Um, just because you use a schnazzy angle doesn't mean you're a fucking photographer. But it works really well. It works well in the sense. But I see everyone using this fucking angle 
and there's like they use a Dutch angle. I mean, I don't think it's called that in photography. It probably is. He it's didn't actually use a Dutch angle. It's a goddamn. I, I did that. Oh, you did that. I. I okay. And I also did he just did... take it to you plainly then? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. From uh, an artistic standpoint, yes, good. So, but like so, as far as like so, so tell, so, everyone using the Dutch angle. So, so now let me be clear. The things I'm about to show you are not like Instagram filters. Mm -hmm. These are custom filters. I manually adjust every time. Okay. They're all like worked a different way. So there's this one. Which I like that. It's not my favorite. I like it though. That's nice. This one is, I, I really like it. High contrast, black I, and white. I love the dithering. I love the green. Yep. This one. Saturation up. I, I love how it actually almost looks like a photo print. Yeah. And this one's good too. Okay. I'm not sure, but. So. Oh yeah. Switch between the two. Switch between the two there. There's this one. So you have that one. The back. Okay. Um, you're are you boosting saturation in that one or contrast? Because I know the sky is so a little bit blown this out. This one right? I'm. This one I've I've set um, white values a little higher. Okay. And so this you... one I've. I like I like washing color away. Yeah. It's an artistic thing, it, yeah. Yeah, it just it makes it feel. Everyone has their own artistic thing. You know what my fascination has been, and my collage that's on my wall right now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my collection that I have, my collage I have on my wall in your fucking Casio data bank. <laughs> my this was ooh your Turkish lamp. Yes. I love the um. I love eyes. Mm. I like getting macros of eyeballs and getting the incredible like the textures in there mm -hmm. and I, so what i'll do is i'll take a picture of, of an eye macro super close up mm -hmm. i will isolate that in whatever you know editing tool i'm using and i will boost the saturation and everything else will be black and white and so all you're left with is just the iris saturated so all the colors that are actually there just get brought out more mm -hmm. and i love it I think it just looks so good. If you go in my room, you, if you go in my office, you'll see the collage of all the yeah, eyeballs. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. Tell me which one you like of these two with the lamp. Okay. This one? We have a lamp on a side table, dark. Ooh. Yeah, the other one. This one? Yeah. yeah it's more dramatic. Very dramatic. I love it. Let me, um, uh, I'm going to have to use Instagram because it ha it's the easiest way to find what I'm looking for. Because um, I'm slowly trying to make it one of my primary modes of where I take my photography. So this was when I was on leave, by the way. Mm -hmm. What watch is that? That's my uh, gold Seiko, the turtle. Mm. Your gold turtle. Uh, your gold turtle. Okay. And it's the same photograph with different effects. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, is this all in in your phone? Yes, I don't. I, mean, I do so... not do post. I do post processing and photography principle on. It's my so amazing phone. what you're able to do with with phones. With this photography. is the train station I was talking about. Look at that. Look at that. It's amazing. Yeah, I love that. How how just And like you see these chairs? It's from an art from artistic standpoint. I'm saying that a lot, but it's true. It leads you to speculate exactly what that place is. There's the other side of the terminal. Yeah, like the all the chairs are lost. You don't know exactly where you're looking oh, look at. at. You the see mirror. the ceiling. I like that. That's the Hotel Denver. Or sorry, that's the Hotel Colorado, my bad. Here's another uh, from the night perspective of uh, that same table. Like that. I'm not sure which one I like better. Uh, that I, one. No, I actually know I like this one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was no lights, just the lights from outside. Mm -hmm. 
This is from Glenwood Springs. That's a nice blue. I like that lens flare. Yep. That's the train station itself from uh, the window. Uh, the I like light. how you put on like some sort of full color film kind of thing you got going on. <laughs> In fact, now you can't see it. That was also there. So this is a buddy of mine, uh, Rauhauser. Um, mm -hmm. he, uh, he's, he's got this mask that he bought from this artist from Japan, and he's into fashion. And so uh, we were at the Garden of the Gods and uh, took some really good pictures out here. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Just hiding in the frame. Yep. Wouldn't even notice if you didn't point them out. Yeah. That's a good one. How neat. <laughs> There's a couple more of these too. Oh, I didn't even post all of them. I gotta post them now. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Man, that's not even all of it. That's the problem. I just yeah, haven't we'll... uploaded everything. That's, oh, that's my... I also added a fucking photography page. Fantastic. I also added a photography page to basebot.net. I might have to find a way to uh yeah. embed instagram uh you piece. need to if you have the pictures if you have google drive you can do it like that well i'm thinking about doing you it you can put it on your computer and oh, then okay, just upload yeah. it directly to that's that's to the thing yeah it's gonna be so much easier instead of having to embed and rely on instagram it could all just be handled by the website but yeah i have a photo i have a photo photography page now uh so we're gonna post all of my pieces uh you're you can start posting yours mm -hmm. I fucking love it. So now we have, I have a watch buddy, I have a photography buddy, okay. I have a photography buddy. It's great. Maybe a sailing buddy? Yeah, hopefully sailing buddy in the future. We'll see. <laughs> um, shooting buddy for sure. Shooting, yes. Gotta go shooting sometime. Yeah, bang, bang. Yeah, with my 22 and then the fucking, man, I have to get more ammo for that one though. You need to get more that guns. That snub nose. I need to get more guns. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what, you need to get more gun. Before they get illegal. Yeah, right. Ugh. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I think, I think we can close Yeah, up. I'm about done. Yeah. yeah. I, Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Quantum Consumer Podcast. The special is complete. Of course, <laughs> we didn't have uh, you know the people that we intended to have, but it's hey, fine. You know, There's it, always it, tomorrow. It happens. It life gets in the way, these folks. Things, oh, life tell happens. Me about it. Yeah. yeah, we just have to roll with the punches. It's not a full time job. It'd be amazing if it could, but that's only relying on you listeners. There, <laughs> uh, I would love to do this full time. Uh, it would be fucking awesome. I mean, uh, you know, one of my biggest passions was writing, so I, that's why I made the website where I can just fucking have a repository. And you know, partial, uh, partially the reason why I'm doing this with all the fucking paid subscribers, Jif, is because it would be awesome to have it as a full time job. But I digress. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I've been Brandon. Uh, and I've been Hayes. And thank you all. And as always, have a good one. Thanks for listening. The team at QCP hopes that this little hook has hit its mark and we end up seeing you live on Twitch or becoming a dedicated listener. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.